The comic book sensation Stealing Solo is back with a brand new edition. The entire fandom menace painted like you've never seen us before, featuring a cover from Anna that Star Wars girl. Back the comic, get the trading cards, wear the t-shirt, spread the word. Stealing Solo is back, and it's the fandom menace edition. Available only until May 2nd on Indiegogo. The following is a world-class bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff and with me tonight is the one, the only, Lieutenant Uhura. Uh, uh, yes, Captain. <laughs> um, uh, I, we have a problem, sir, with the comms. We can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that bad chuckling in the background is the last standing smell Big Rig Nick Utam. Why does the deck smell like sex? the hollow deck for a reason <laughs> might as well call it the backdoor deck <laughs> swabbing the poop deck bro but we don't judge <laughs> and finally american ramrod kendo slice i have no star trek reference because i've never watched the show you fucking nerds <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even do like some something on the wing you couldn't do that really come on yeah. that's not star trek that's twilight yeah, but it's close enough. we, we, we would have given we would have given it to you it's fine Oh, yeah, the damn franchise is right. <laughs> God. <laughs> we don't play fast and loose with crossovers around here. <laughs> yeah, we have to be careful. Get our fingers bit. <laughs> so, yes. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? How many times have we, have we men- mentioned my black ass in like every fucking franchise ever? That's a crossover. We care about the property. Yeah. We're not like fucking the CW over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's I would never fuck with CW, Dion. I have standards. That's damn right. Yeah. The day don't never forget that. Yeah. So, so folks, tonight is going to be another fun show. They are every week. We that's all we do here. So, uh, before we start tonight's festivities, tonight's uh, main events, all that fun stuff, we're going to start our show off like we always do and thank our newest patron. So, we have a new patron uh, who joined us at a very nice level. So, I'd like to thank our friend. Uh, I can't even wait. No end whenever. So, uh, no Edwin, whenever, thank you very much for your uh, membership to our Patreon page. This Sunday, we'll be recording more After Hours stuff, a.k.a. the Sunday Hangover. And the closer we get to WrestleMania, we're going to record some wrestling-related content and put that over there. Uh, and if there's a taste for it over here, I'd be willing to sprinkle some in every once in a while just to satiate that portion of our audience. So, uh, yeah, folks, if you're into that stuff, join our Patreon page. And uh, thank you to everyone who backs us over there. Now, tonight, folks, we have a goal. We are so close to the line. And what is that line? The Stealing Solo line. So in under the halfway mark, in just three weeks and a few days, boys, this comic is already at family levels. It is at 98% funded already. So we're not even halfway through the campaign. So I'm throwing down the gauntlet to see if we can get this done tonight on air. So we can start talking about bonuses and extra fun stuff because at this mark tonight, when we hit this goal, everyone's going to get a high council sticker. It'll be a nice holographic sticker featuring the art of the campaign. But the more and more we uh, travel down this rabbit hole of uh, campaign perks, uh, we get to the really fun stuff like the WCBS audio drama of Stealing Solo. Dion, are you excited to produce your own audio drama? Is it a pig's pussy port? <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Jeez. Yeah. I was like, shit, you do say that. 
<laughs> ah, that is a thing that you said. I talk about honey dicks and all that stuff in normal. Well, I mean, usually, you, you, usually he's he's betting his hedges, you know. So that's the problem. I, I bet my hedge. Yeah, I bet my hedge the other day. He's a, <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Yeah, he's a real Monday night quarterback. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, and if you really don't like my kitchen, that means you can't take the heat. All right, get out the wild, wild west, bro. Look at why. Look at why. I listened to that song yesterday. I I listened to it when we went to uh, Miami. Oh yeah, Miami (laughs) and Wild West. So had to, had to. I don't blame you, man. Uh, There's something about uh, Will Smith that it's kind of timeless. I know he wasn't the coolest ever, but for some people, he was. And some of those big hits don't suck. Uh, exactly. I'll stand man. by him. I'll stand by him. Like the Men in Black song is awesome. It is, uh, and yes, he used samples for stuff, but he made some oh, great hits. And obviously, he wasn't gonna, you know, start dropping a bunch of f bombs and shit. But hey, sometimes clean fun is the best fun. Sometimes, 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 not all. Yeah, I mean, you know, not here ever. I mean, you know, I'd hope not. <laughs> so, folks, we're gonna be checking in on this tonight. I know we can make this one happen uh, real quick. Uh, ever since we had Ethan on the High Council this past week, uh, we had a nice upsurge in everything. So that means everyone that appears on the cover has appeared on the High Council in the first half of the campaign. So uh, we have some other stuff lined up, some fun stuff. But uh, the thing I'm interested in the most, yes, it's the highest stretch goal, but the WCBS short film. You guys Ooh. ready to make our uh, – or we see people talking in the chat about IMDb pages. Well, we're going to be the first people to just actually make a movie. It's going to be a short film. But it's something that we uh, are going to be able to do with this stretch goal. The resources are not unobtainable, and uh, we have access to a lot of cool stuff. So we want to do that. We want to make that happen, and uh, we want to make Dion really uncomfortable on screen for thousands and thousands. What the fuck is this wee shit? <laughs> All right, fine. I want to make Dion uncomfortable on screen. Say, yeah, possible. Wait, hold on. Don't you, you can't have all the fun. I want to do that too. Jeez. Oh, no, hold on. We're not Everyone getting a goddamn line here. Hey, 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 hey. You're my friend. I get I get to make you uncomfortable whenever we're whenever we're you know in physical contact. That's it. Th- this has not gone the way that I thought I was gonna go here. In terms of my does. kickoff, my 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 fucking career in fame <laughs> and infamy. This is not how I, this is not the fucking trail I thought I was gonna be on here, boys. Well, well I'm, I'm just if, like if, if, that at no point have I ever said that I want to make Dion uncomfortable on film. However, I do condone it. <laughs> is that just bad? Enough. I can't tell. <laughs> well, I mean, with the, with the, with the movies, with the movies I make, I, I don't know. Dion, Dion might might be blacklisted in Hollywood real soon. So, isn't that a good <laughs> thing these days? I mean, I mean, I mean, he's gonna be blacklisted, but, he, but but he's also gonna be in probably a threesome or a foursome. But you know, that's here nor there. Look, he made it to the top. He burned out early, but you know what? Jimi, <laughs> Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix didn't make it past twenty-seven. He's the greatest oh, guitar God. player of all time. Dion, you're not gonna die young. But you know what? Go out in style. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the mojo I was really hoping for there, but but I like it. I like it. Let's do it. I'm getting, I'm getting now, a little uh, little warm in my nethers for that one. Now, Dion, you are the world's greatest transition artist, and you don't know it. Tonight's word game. You talked about feeling all nice and warm in your nethers. Well, mm. folks, tonight's topic is about your nethers. Ooh, Replace one ooh. word in any movie title with testicles. <laughs> so do your worst. Yeah. Uh, Planet now, of the this, testicles. Hot hot testicles time machine. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hot tub testicle is a pretty good title. 
Mm-hmm. Friday Night oh, Testicles God. is another good one. Friday Night Testicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God. The good, the bad, and the testicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The testicles will love me. Days of Future Testicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring well, a baseball movie into it. You got major testicles or testicles Ooh, league, however you want there to do it. There you go. How about a testicle of our own? <laughs> I, yeah, that's a good, there you go. Or even a call back yeah. to an earlier bit. Um, the crying testicles. Yeah. The crying. yeah. <laughs> what about the testicle game, Dion? I feel like that's a better oh title. For sure. I, I think that one yeah. rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. In this case, rolls off the testicles a little bit easier. Hey, I, never mind. We're not going to get that pass tonight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mission Impossible Ghost Testicle. Yeah. Ooh. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible Testicle Protocol. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just am looking forward to my favorite movie, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Testicle. I just love it. <laughs> Where'd it go? I don't know. All over my I prefer Back to the Testicle. I can feel it, but I don't know if it's there or not. You did not miss Raiders of the Lost Testicle. Raiders of the Lost Testicle. There you go. Yeah. Ooh, the Testicles of Doom. Testicles yes. of Doom. That's just the really really Hills Testicles. Hills Testicles. Those are some nice testicles. That high level. Yeah. <laughs> so. Folks, uh, tell us your testicle titles all night long. We'll be reading them. So uh, let's see if you can make we'll us have a ball. Fire. We'll have a ball. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. That was a good joke. Crabs. Oh, God. This is my favorite one so far. From TLJ Screwjob. The last testicle. The Lance Armstrong story. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Go. Oh, that's God. Go. <laughs> you have to give back those uh, Tour de France's, though, Lance. Cheater. Yep. Cheat, motherfucker. For, for yeah. 27 testicles. Star Trek, Star Trek The Wrath of Testicles. Yeah. <laughs> 28 testicles later. You're doing the Fellowship of the Testicle, the Two Testicles, and the Return of the Testicle. When did the... When did the other test? Wait, is this a three-balled man? I guess so. Because if you had two <laughs> testicles, and then there's a return... Well, he might mm-hmm. leave in the second one and then come back in the third. You never know. They're be, always a He must be scared, scared of Mangus' cousin. Yep. <laughs> or he was just known as a testicle too far. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, hold on real quick. We did have a couple. Primer did have Raiders of the Lost Testicles, a super know. chat. Uh, Joseph Sorry, Yenowich says, the testicle awakens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had a couple more super chats roll in, so I don't have to make anyone wait on this one. because uh, The testicle is not that has a one word like secondary title can just be that movie testicle Thor testicle how about this honey I shrunk the testicles oh <laughs> nice somebody's doing all my honey I blew up the testicles <laughs> oh it should be that should be a regular oh, thing I think <laughs> Tess- well you can it could be pluralized so Bill Tess- has Tess- excellent Tess- testicles <laughs> How many of them are there? 69, dude. 69, dude. That's bogus testicles. Wait. And then Bill and Ted. They don't even know that. I mean, somebody's missing one. Yeah, yeah, you know. I feel like Death was missing one. Yeah, he's the one baller. Oh, God. Poor guy. Poor fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got got Melvin's one too many times. Uh, Scott Scio 2 says Terminator Dark Testicles, the planned sequel to Dion's favorite movie. Oh, it already sounds like a better fucking movie. Oh, it will be. Now, instead of a butterfly knife, it'll be hair <laughs> testicles. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't forget, there's always testicle club. Testicle knife. Yes. Always yes. testicle Now, is it, are you referencing like Fight Club as Testicle Club or the Breakfast Club as the Testicle Club? 
I was going or the with Cotton Club. Neither works. You oh. could have Testicle Club and the Testicle Club. They're different movies. I feel like you would fight for your right to be in the Testicle Club. That's but fair. Testicle Club, you just don't talk about. Test, yeah, Testicle Club. What you, about you, Testicles in Pink? Testicles in Pink. A lot of them are. Or pretty Six, testicles. 16 testicles? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yeah. weird testicles? Weird testicles. Oh my God. <laughs> testicles alone. <laughs> One flew over the cuckoo's testicle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one flew over the testicle's nest. <laughs> Risky testicles. <laughs> Cesario Japan says, uh, 80s flashback time. My Little Pony the movie is better than My Little Testicle the movie. Sorry, not sorry, Dion. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depending on your point of view. Yes, really, it really, it, really, exactly. it really is your point of view on that one. <laughs> Test nine from outer space. Well, that's the name of tonight's show. Oh. Simple's Act Two: Electric Boogaloo. Oh, good. Uh, we also have our friend Joseph Bianowicz who says, "Big testicles and little china." <laughs> Isn't that Xbox porno title? I yes. think I, I think somebody's talking about Dan again. Testicles stood still. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. Oh my dude. god, dude! So, so some of these that are coming in are fucking. Gold. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The day after testicles, the Caitlyn Jenner story. <laughs> god damn! Damn. Uh, damn. Wait, who's a famous trans man? Because that could be testicles of tomorrow. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a that's a solo project for you. There, go ahead and hit the Google. See what the fucking searches come up. Your, your search history may never be the same again. Famous, famous testicles, famous testicles. <laughs> dude. Famous testicles. Somebody's ended up on a watch list. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we already are on a watch list. Dirty testicles. <laughs> yep. yep. I think you're having too much fun with my testicles on air. I think a lot about your testicles tonight, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for bringing your testicles to the show. Always. Uh, Zach Z says, "Army of testicles." <laughs> now, will that will that star Bruce mm, Campbell? Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh my. No, yeah. Jumping Jack. I think he's the evil with the Goldberg. Yeah, even 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 if the movie was named that, he'd still be like, "Fuck it, Sam Raimi's directing." Like, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay, a ton of these have rolled in, so folks, we're gonna be reading the testicle titles for a while. We're just gonna take a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll get right back to your testicles. So, <laughs> folks, please we'll be back to these testicles shortly. Yeah, we'll be back uh, to your testicles. Nuts. Just a moment. Yeah, this- <laughs> damn it, kid. God, I I don't even know where to go from here. There's a show, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Or we just talk about balls all night. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about the song Balls to the Wall. We could talk about the song Big Balls. Yeah. And Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls yeah. of Fury, the film Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. Balls of Fury. That's a terrible film. Or that really shitty paper, the WWE pay per view, Great Balls of Fire. For some reason, they thought that was a good idea. I cannot believe that that was a real thing that fucking happened, and I'm still laughing about that shit to this day. Wasn't that a multiple year pay per view yep. as well? Yep. No, no it no, only no, got it was one. around the once. Oh. Yeah. Okay, my that bad. Was a June one, yeah. I think. Right? They realized that was a terrible name for a pay per view, and they're like, "Yeah, we got to scrap this. No one's going to take us seriously. Not that people do, but kind of, kind of, kind of a punch to the credibility when you're like, "We got this great pay per view, pal. It's called Great Balls of Fire. It's great like song, the, the hit song. Be like, be like Vince, that was a hit song seventy years ago. Who cares?" No one's still alive that liked it, Vince. I did. <clears throat> oh, shit. We jumped up a whole bunch on the campaign. Uh, thank you, folks. We're even closer. So we're going to do this on air tonight. Mm. Talking about we're doing testicles. it live. We're doing it live, damn it. 
I, I can't believe Anna didn't know who that was. She's like, who's Bill O'Reilly? We had to show her the uh, clip on the High Council a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Damn. Now, oh, God. I'd love to get to know her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Now, we're all roughly the same age. So we grew up uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, roughly watched a lot of the same shows. How do we feel about the show Gargoyles? Absolutely love it. Anybody else? Kendo, Nick. I, I was late. I was I was late to the party on Gargoyles. It was at the time when I was no longer really watching cartoons. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it, and then you know, I, I think I watched the first season of it, and then that was it. I never, I never really picked it up again. Well. It's a show that a lot of people loved. It's weird. This guy, oh, is, that, is it Greg Weissman was his name? Uh, he produced this, The Spectacular Spider-Man, Young Justice. The guy's work was always always wonderful, but they always got cut short. Gargoyles is no, uh, you know, it, it matches that too. It happened. It was the first one, really. So if we go back and look at Gargoyles, we, we see that the fans always clamored for it. When Disney Plus launched, pfft, People were excited for that show, and now fans are going to get a little more Gargoyles action. This is cool enough for me to want to talk about it on the show, but Gargoyles is getting their own series of action figures based on that old cartoon. So how cool does that look? Mm, that's awesome. Now, be warned, folks. It comes from NECA, so it's probably going to break. Just be careful. Remember, they tell you that their figures are not made to be played with. They're meant to be collected. It says it on their box. That's why. Go watch the Retro Blasted video. He oh, lays it out. But if well, you're I mean, like, but, but but I mean, look, look at this image, Reggie. You can, you can see the hinges on the on the uh, on the elbows and the hands there and everything. It's like this is not meant to just sit there in a box, man. This is dumb. Like, I mean, I, I got uh, what is it? I got um, the Back to the Future toys, and from what you told me about them, is like they're not open because I don't want to break them. I would love, yeah. I would love to set them up, and I would love to set them up and everything, but I'm not gonna, you know, spend the money on them and then just you know try to try to move them around and like that arm breaks off or something. It's not worth it. Yeah, I. I want to go, oh my God, this is going to be amazing because they this image leaked this morning. I thought it was fake. Then they uh, announced the Goliath figure. Excuse me, I, don't, I can't speak. They announced the Goliath figure and then NECA put out a tweet that says, we're releasing five other figures in the set. So this is going to be a big deal. I just hope as NECA grows, their quality control gets better because, damn it, I want to love your toys. You get some of the coolest licenses and overall, you make a decent looking product. But if, it, if I can't at least move Doc Brown's hands together or have Marty McFly put the guitar in there without snapping his wrist off, you really haven't made anything that's worth my while. So this is cool, but mm, I wish somebody else was making it like Super 7. Now, by the way, Cesario Japan, uh, you have been a listener for three years, four years. I never realized what your icon was. I never looked closely enough at it. So for those people out there who do know... I'm late to the party on this one, but it's Henry from Thomas the Tank Engine. And that episode is actually very important because as a kid, I used to watch that show all the time. And when we would drive through this very specific, uh, specific tunnel in Cincinnati, I guess as a kid, I would say, oh, Henry the Tunnel. So for years and years, my mom and grandma would always talk about, oh, here comes the tunnel, talking about me being a kid watching that show. And so I don't think you've ever changed your icon, but not until right now did I realize what, yeah. the, what the hell it was. So cool. <laughs> Awesome. It looks like it looks like Thomas Zinkin is, is fucking scared. He's like, I don't want to come out today, dude. Or that's exactly what happened. Kid, no, he's saying uh, I want to come out today, dude. <laughs> what happens in the episode is Henry the Green Engine gets a new coat of paint or a new paint of coat, depending on who you listen mm -hmm. to. 
and he doesn't in the it looks like the weather's going to get bad and he doesn't want to get his new paint dirty or wet so he hides in the tunnel and then every day he's afraid to go out because he doesn't want to ruin his new coat of paint so they say well if you're not going to come out we're just going to fucking wall you in and so in the british oh version, my god they, in the british version of the show, they just wall him in and they fucking leave him in the american version they're like i think they they let him out at the end or something but that's the whole point of that episode is like vanity is a fucking punishable offense in england or the island of yeah. Sodor, as they call it. by death apparently <laughs> oh oh, oh yeah, my god they just, they, they, they're just like we're not gonna play with us you can't play at all i can't live either no wall yeah, you're gonna come out and play we're gonna fucking kill you slowly that's mean <laughs> jeez no need for that and this is the country that thought we oh teenage mutant ninja turtles too violent we got to call them the hero turtles fucking yeah Oh well, yeah, we can't show nunchucks, but we'll fucking wall trains in into tunnels and kill them. <laughs> Sentient trains, Britain. by the way. Yeah, God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but Cesaro in Japan, I just saw that, and I'll just see your super chat earlier. WCBT world class bull testicles. Mm. <laughs> you like to call them? Uh, what are they? Rocky Mountain oysters around these parts? Oh so. God, yeah, that's a delicacy. <laughs> to some, yes. To me, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the Gargoyles toy is cool. Anything from the 90s you guys really want to see made into a figure that won't be made into a toy? Uh, oh, man. Jenny McCarthy before she went nuts? I mean, that's <laughs> a different type of toy. I think she actually <laughs> has an action figure like that. That's not is a joke. Crazy? I think there's a Jenny McCarthy doll. Is she crazy? I'm sure there is. Screaming about vaccines? Uh, it might have been from the 90s, so no. She didn't have the internet oh, yet. Good. She wasn't nuts yet. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe maybe SWAT cats. I'd like to see toys of that. Ooh, I'd buy those for a dollar. Yeah, man. Everything I can think of all has a, has a toy or something I'd already want to buy. So it's it's. I would have said Common Rider, but that shit has a shit ton of figures. So oh god, yeah. I would want Small Soldiers toys to get remade. Oh, that'd yes. be awesome. They were dope, especially those especially especially nowadays with current technology. Mm-hmm. They could be awesome. You know what you could do. You do two things, and I, I don't ever advocate for this, but let me just say it for a second. If you remade Small Soldiers with modern-day technology, the story becomes more plausible. See, that's where they <laughs> fucked up. With, seriously, hear me out for a second, though. This is where they fucked up with the Child's Play remake. While it is completely dumb to remake Child's Play, the idea of an app-based toy getting corrupted and fucking programming up and killing people is kind of cool. Well, so now um, small soldiers, you could do that instead of having weapons grade chips in their heads. You could have it where their app is broken and the kids try to get killed by these military toys. It could be cool. They're actually making uh, Chucky the TV show. I think it's going to sci-fi, and it's it, it's sounds basically right. based. Yeah, based. It's based off the premise yeah. of the of the current remake. So sounds sounds on brand for sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because apparently that that's still a channel people want to invest in. I mean, I mean if. If it was Chucky versus like the Piranaconda, then they might have something there. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you guys, uh, speaking of killer toys and all that shit, would you buy a Where's Waldo action figure for $189? Uh, I can't think I would. Sell. No, I don't think so. I'll buy a book, but not sure shit enough for 180 bucks. Yeah. At first, I was like, "A oh, Where's Waldo figure? That's awesome! I'll buy it. He's got real clothes." If, if, it, was, if, 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 if it was, if it was, if it was, Waldo at like after Burning Man? Then maybe, then maybe. Or like, <laughs> well, where's Waldo at in Vietnam or something like that? You know? Yeah, Waldo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or a current one, you know? Where Where's Waldo after the beer bug? You know? Like yeah, that. yeah. Where's Waldo fighting ISIS? You know? Yeah, yeah. Special edition. 
<laughs> Where's Waldo on Capitol Hill? <laughs> Why is he working harder for us? Waldo, Waldo taking back the Capitol. There you go. <laughs> two versions. Two versions. There you go. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good classic film in the making. Oh, God. There you go. Red Waldo and Blue Waldo. Yeah. (laughs) So, come on and get Red Pill Waldo. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Red Pill Waldo. Oh, there you go. There you go. Incel Waldo. Incel Waldo. Dude, we should do a fucking parody book of Red Pill Waldo. (laughs) There you go. Perfect. And in the sequel, Blue Pilled Waldo. And then, 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 what is it? Waldo goes overseas and comes back to his comes back to his friends and tells them all about it all the time, and always always says Abitha as opposed to Abiza. Well, that Waldo, he's cultured. He clearly saw the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, like fucking fucking like traveled the world, Waldo, like that asshole. I I would watch all of this. Let's make it happen. Look it. How about Waldo gets woke? That would be the oh, worst. God. oh God! Oh shit! You gotta give oh, him. You gotta give him one of the one of those pink hats. Yeah, his beanie's on the back of his head. There you Dude, go. Dude, this one's fucked up. Where's Waldo during the Hong Kong protests? Oh, oh God! Super chat oh. from Primer. Woo. That's a spicy one. Nice. That is one. That is a spicy one. It's a spicy testicle. <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where, where's Waldo defending our borders? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, and then yeah, then you do, and you do, then, then you do, then you do the crossover, or you do the the other one. Where's Waldo trying to get to America? There you go. Yeah, it'll be a better story than coming to America too. <laughs> no, I, mean, I still haven't seen that. I don't want to. I really don't well, want to. Yeah, you should watch it. It's 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 definitely like again, it's just like a fun, shitty little movie to watch. You know, like, okay. You know, just keep those expectations low. Okay. <laughs> watch old ass Arsenio Hall trying to be funny. Now. Man. Would you guys like to have a little more fun, or do you want to hear about something that's really going to piss us all off? Uh, we can get it out of the way. Get pissed off. Yeah, that way we yeah, can have fun afterwards. Yeah, yeah. We, we we've had a good amount of fun so far. Let's 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 piss ourselves off. Piss ourselves all off. All right. Now this is yeah. news for me. This, just rip the bandaid off. All right. Now this came from Salvador. Now, folks, this wasn't going to be. Uh, we're going to talk about everything else we had planned tonight, but this is something the guys haven't seen yet because this story broke. I wanted to break it to you guys. You guys ready? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Racist WWE moments are being removed as classic matches move to Peacock. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so Rowdy Piper no longer exists, I'm assuming, on the Peacock. Yeah. I Neither does Booker T. <laughs> oh, no! Just That's that going to go away. Yeah. And then oh, they're getting rid of Vince McMahon you. saying it. They're getting rid of Vince yeah. McMahon saying it too, Booker T. Unless they dub it out, that would be weird. Hulk Hogan, we come for you, sucker, brother. Yeah, we're coming for you, and it's no. Oh, that's what they could do. It's Hogan voicing over that part. It's like Booker T. We're coming for you, and all of a sudden you hear Hulk Hogan, brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be an amazing matchup. So, oh, God, let me let me read this a little bit to you guys, and then let's talk about it because again. As we move into an all-digital age, our content becomes altered and changed by whoever curates it. See, it used to be you buy a movie, you buy a videotape like a wrestling event, you take it home, it's yours forever to watch, rewind, and it's the same match. Over the last couple of years, the WWE, actually, not even the last couple of years, since I've been in high school, since I've met Dion later in college, the WWE has tried to kind of alter its history. 
because they want to be more sensitive to whatever time period they're uh, releasing their content in. And the network was the one thing they had put out that they said, it's going to be uncensored. We're going to have this and that. Now, it wasn't 100% perfect. There were a lot of things where they had gone into original masters and edited out stuff. You can catch it real easy if you pay attention. But they never did shit like this, where they took, a, took out the questionable content. And this is just another moment where uh, another thing is getting censored. Really, this is just another piece of censorship. Even if you don't give a shit about the WWE, awesome, cool. You don't have to. But this is when Gone with the Wind got changed or got the, the disclaimer in the front of it. Now shit's going to be changed. It's not that it's going to get a disclaimer. It's going to be altered because of NBC Universal's standards and practices. So this makes me question what else from NBC Universal's Peacock streaming service will be altered for their, you know, standards and practices. It's not going to be the sweeping across the board measure, is it? Or is this going to be targeted? I don't know, but here, here's what we have so far. As 17,000 hours of wrestling programming transitioned from WWE Network to Peacock, fans have noticed that some scenes are missing. Racist moments from the wrestling franchise's history are quietly being deleted from the archives as the massive programming library gradually translates to the WWE, from the WWE Network. According to sources familiar with the situation, the NBC Universal-owned streaming service is reviewing all 17,000 hours of WWE content to ensure it aligns with Peacock's standards and practices. WWE is also being made aware of any edits. One of the alterations has been made to 1990's WrestleMania 6, which features a match between Rowdy Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown that included yep. Piper, a white wrestler, painting his half, his face black while facing yep. off against Brown, a black wrestler. I heard Be Bad fair. News Brown... How he's talking about Harlem and how he's proud to be from Harlem, Piper said during the pre-match interview. Now I can't stand here. I can be black. I can be white. Don't make no difference to me. It's what's inside. So that classic wrestling moment's gone. Yeah, to be fair, he only painted half of his face black. True. And then the uh, story about him going through the airport was gold. Oh, the fuck. Didn't they switch the for the stuff so he couldn't get that off? Yeah. He like was in the shower <laughs> scrubbing it. <laughs> Because yeah, so he either, did he wrestle that way or something like that? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah so that's he, what it was. Yeah. He wrestled. He wrestled himself. He wrestled as half white, half brown. But the shit that gave him so it didn't rub off during the match was like it was like you know fucking sharpie. It wouldn't come off. And he was like in the shower scrubbing himself for an oh, hour god. trying to get it off, and it just lightened it up. So that he's going through the airport half painted brown. It was. Oh my god! That's that's fucking classic. Here you go, Nick. Here's a picture of him. <laughs> That's it. It was black. It wasn't brown. It was straight black. Oh, my God. It, 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 oh. it makes no sense. Oh, wrestling weird, and I love it, dude. And again, you know, he lost the match. So that she was. You know what? You know what? I I I hope I hope everybody out there, everybody out there, learns how to make a Plex server real quick because um, you're gonna fucking need it. <laughs> If anything, how do you fucking get rid of that? That's the point. He's the bad guy. Come on. If anything, this is an this this is an advertisement for VPNs because the network is still going to work if you're from another country. Just the United States is the only one that's getting the peacock treatment. Oh, really? Wow, that's yeah, that's odd. yeah. We're the only ones that have to ride the cock. Everybody, the rest of the world, they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucking crazy. Now, uh, there's more to this story. Uh, let's oh, see. Good. Yes, it's <laughs> first reported the Piper Brown match is no longer included in the broadcast. In a 2020 interview, Brown reflected on the blackface stunt. I thought it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and I figured, let him do it. And one of those times, he's not going to be... It's one of those times he's going to be sorry. Another deleted moment was from the 2005 Survivor Series 
19, in a notorious bit, WWE CEO Vince McMahon, acting as his on-camera corporate villain persona, said the N-word yeah. to a shot John Cena, and then struck yeah, cast a stunned Booker T who says, tell me he didn't just say that. At the time, wow. WWE spokesperson defended McMahon to TMZ, calling it an outlandish satirical skit involving fictional characters similar to that of any scripted television show and movies. Which is fair, because it's always been fake. There are just people out there that think it's real, and they want it to be treated as real. And we're fans, and we're going, it's not real. They didn't die. They're not really, you know, this and that. Like, we know. Don't be stupid. Well, I think the other thing too is I'm not even, you know, I'm not worried about the it's real, you know, because people who aren't fans love to say that because they think it makes them smart. Like, oh, it's real. My whole thing was it, like, that was the point. Like, he, it was, now don't get me wrong. I'm, <laughs> I'm not advocating for Vince McMahon to be dropping the N bomb. Oh, in, hell no. In, in his fucking no, local no, no. store. <clears throat> but he, that, he, especially around that time with Cena being the champion, he wants to be unlikable. That's the fucking point. And he's, and he's, you know, in, in turn, seeing, showing how stupid it is when people say it. Right. So whether, whether that's the message or not, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that's what they were going for, but that's the point of doing that shit. Like you're supposed to elicit a response specifically by doing a thing. And that specific thing, when Cena was the champion who became the champion because he was a doctor of economics and he was, you know, he had the rap gimmick for the longest time and Vince is making fun of him. He's being unlikable to remind the audience, Hey, I'm the fucking bad guy. So like that, like that's the point. You don't, you're not gonna go and go to James Spader's house because he played a psycho mastermind villain on NBC. You're not gonna go to Ralph Fiennes' house because he played a Nazi in a Steven Spielberg movie. You know, you're not gonna go to Ralph Fiennes' house after he was playing a fucking Voldemort. You know, Voldemort, right? So you're not, so like, where is where? Why are we doing this? Like, are we are we gonna censor out everything that you know Fiennes says? Uh, in in um in the Schindler's List, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's just so funny that people watching people react to wrestling like that. Yeah, it's this is one of those situations where we need to step back and realize that this is our future that we've allowed to happen, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of you out there wanted to boycott Disney Plus because of what happened with Gina Carano, and rightly so. I'm not advocating for shit. All I'm saying is just know that when you sign up for streaming services. Your stuff's not the same stuff anymore. The WWE hasn't produced yeah. these in years. They haven't made Blu-rays in quite a while in terms of like every event. So everything's been on this network, and it just wasn't successful enough. And so now this happened. So yeah, it's a loss for wrestling fans. But remember, folks, it's a loss for all of us because they feel emboldened to alter every piece of digital content. So as Disney expands the Disney Plus library... It may be, oh, that scene in Aliens, Dion's favorite scene where Sigourney Weaver wakes up in the pod and her bush is hanging out of it. You know what? Mm-hmm. They might go back and alter that. Oh, she had a virtual shave just because it might be a oh, audience. That aside, though, oh, God. No, when that movie hits the screens, it is no one's right that buys the rights to a film to fucking alter it. You are buying that movie. You are buying that property for your fans to then pay for your for the right to watch it. When you advertise that you are providing entertainment access to the WWE network, you need or content, you need to be providing everything that's there in the event, or you need to have an asterisk on every fucking thing. I don't care if it's oh, it's offensive by 2021 standards. Guess what? When I sign up for WWE content, I don't give a shit if I've ever even seen the match. I expect it to be there because you're selling me a product. 
I want a complete package every time. And it's not NBC Universal's right to cut out something that's part of history. Is it stupid? Fuck yes, it is. But guess what? That was the goddamn point. We can't mm-hmm. even have social commentary even on basic levels anymore. And plus, yeah. it's like, what are, what are you what are you telling WWE? What are you telling this man? Obviously, he's not going to be here forever, you know. But in the future, you know, part of keeping that around is reminding people, hey, this is what happens, and this is the feeling you elicit when you decide to do something. Yes, you can you can you can make a um, artistic choice, particularly in wrestling. Artistic choices are fucking up and down and all the fuck around. Um, but you know, if you do something silly like Vince McMahon dropping the end bomb and he has to continuously watch that, and the WWE has to watch that, and the fans watch that, that gives people like, yo, maybe you know, maybe, maybe we don't do that, or when we do, we do it in a different way. You know, it, it makes people think, which is something that you should really want to do. You're not trying to save the world or anything, but seeing Vince McMahon walk up to John Cena, drop the end bomb, and then saunter off where Booker T and his fucking wife are sitting there be like, tell me he didn't just fucking say that. Like, that's a cringy moment that you're going to remember, Vince is going to remember, John Cena's going to fucking remember, and the fans are going to remember. Everyone's going to be like, you know what, maybe, maybe that's the thing that we think about. Like, what? We probably shouldn't say that all the time randomly in public to people. You know, that that's a pretty good lesson to learn, even if it's the fucking hard way. So, you know, going in the future, WWE decides to do something and then oh well don't worry, we can just we can just erase it in post. Fuck it. It'll go on it'll it'll go on NBC cock and they'll erase it. No no biggie. It'll happen live, but we can just get rid of it. So we'll just we'll just do this one dumb thing. You know, so it's just it's just what message are you really trying to send? Go ahead and fuck up because we'll just pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've 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 always said like when you when you sanitize like with the answer when you sanitize things like that and you take them away out of history, then you take away that the bad shit that somebody's done, and then you don't know what's bad and it's hard to tell, and it becomes this whole thing. I would have been happier if they would have just put a notice in front of it. Yeah, I would have bitched about it, but at least it would have kept the integrity of the episode or the show or whatever. It'd been fine. Um, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm really not for censorship, man. This is such bullshit. This keeps yeah. happening all the fucking time. Um, I guess if anybody o- overseas over there who, who, who has the, the true version of the network, uh, can start pulling things off, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, the DX parody in the nation of domination segment is probably struck in from the records at this point. And that's one of the best moments in history, but Hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But however, it, it, it even though, and again, it wasn't racial, but we don't want to see, you know, white dudes in blackface. You know, that's that's the faux pas now. Fucking the 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 slutty girls at Halloween and fucked it up for everybody. You know, <sighs> you know, fucking you know, Triple H and DX who were huge with black wrestling fans back then. We we don't want them to get the wrong idea. Triple H pretending to be the Rock with a little with a little bit of chocolate on his face. Fucking, we don't want to see X Pac pretending to be Mark Henry. Being charismatic, being funny, and something that was so fucking stupid. But no, we don't want to do that. That's that's bad. That's that's bad. Not having the conversation about you know blackface and all this other shit. We don't want to have that conversation. We're gonna yeah. have it for you where you don't see us have this conversation and then make the changes for you. Yeah. Yeah, like it would be really telling instead of saying, Oh, we have to cut away from this uh, you know, the, let's just use the nation of domination. You know, I'm actually gonna pull this up for people so they know what we're, exactly what we're talking about. You know, this is something that's been on this was a national television for years. Yep. I will bad. say this though. If they edit Mr. Fuji just to make him pixelated, just like in Japanese porn, and it's just like this big pixelated thing walking around, that might actually be kind of entertaining. 
<laughs> that would, that would be. That's, that's a that's a multi level joke right there. Yeah, I mean, that, I was gonna say there there is not only a uh, you're censoring it, but you're also making a hell of a joke out of it, and that's yeah, that would be different. I would be okay with that. <laughs> well, if you look at this image right here, and you're like, what is going on? So first off, you got to get the context of what's actually happening, and it's weird that. First off, in 1998, the bad guys, these weren't the bad guys. These were the heroes of the story. So instead yeah. of like wiping it out, yes. maybe we go, how are they the heroes? What happened? What was so different back then? This is all played for a big old joke. Now, the the meta narrative of all this stuff, oh, it's a racist thing. Yeah, they pushed back too. Like it's it's this, it's their, DX is the ultimate juvenile wrestling faction. Does it excuse what they did? No. But you also look back on this. I look back on this you know, with my background and I go, it was funny. It was funny then. It's still funny now, but I get why you wouldn't do it today. And I get why it's in bad right. taste. And I get all this stuff. I understand. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than the fucking people making these decisions because I think for myself. I don't try to think for, oh, I don't want to offend my customer base, my subscriber base. So I don't put this content out here. No, if you're going to buy this, you're going to be responsible as the I know this sounds a little, you know, preachy, like the guardian of this uh, streaming thing. Don't fucking alter it. This is one of the biggest moments they ever put out there. And people who I've never heard of it probably don't know what's going on in wrestling in general. But this is probably top 10 Attitude Era moment that's going to get wiped yep. away. What about, for example, uh, the, the the ladder match that kind of caps all this shit off uh, between yes. Triple H and uh, yes. The Rock? What are they, are they going to alter that or take that away because, oh, Mark Henry made an offensive gesture or, oh, they hit, uh, you know, what about every time China gets hit? Is it domestic abuse? Are we going to wipe out most of the 90s of wrestling anytime a woman got bounced off the ring or fell or tripped? Or what about the divas or what about the other women wrestlers? Well, they're they going to take away half the great moments from the Dully Boys, you know, them putting mm -hmm. chicks through through tables because, again, they yeah. were the fucking bad guys. They were, we have, we're getting, whether it was Edge and Christian or the Hardy Boys. We're getting them over no matter what. And we're doing this thing to make sure everyone knows that we are the fucking bad guys. And like you said, like, and the other thing too is, you know, the, you know, the whole degenerate thing that, that was, that was what fans were into back then. The idea that you just kind of, you know, fuck the system. You're, you're, you're rebelling. You're doing what you're not supposed to be doing. You're doing the opposite of what you're told. And even for WWE stairs, the point, was this group of fucking hijink, you know, fucking saucy, a bunch of fucking, a bunch of fucking dudes and their really buff chick that they hang out with are going off and doing these things to piss people off. And he's pissing off the croc because, hey, I'm going to fight you for a championship. This is what I think of you. And, and one thing, too, a lot of people aren't going to look at with this, the guy in the middle in the blue shirt, he's making fun of the rock the actor, the big one, the one that went on to be the big, you know, the highest grossing guy or the highest paid guy. So like even the people that they're, oh, this is racist. It kept all these, these hard workers down. Everyone in the nation of domination turned out great. Like in terms of their own yeah. private lives, the only one that's got issues is D'Lo because of an injury he caused to somebody else. But overall, they're all fairly healthy, successful. I mean, Mark Henry was almost an Olympian, right? He almost was a gold medal no, winner. He was an Olympian. He, he was Olympian. an Olympian, yeah. Okay. He, he, he didn't yeah. win a medal, but yeah. Yeah, Mark Henry's an Olympian. The Rock's the Rock. Godfather is a prominent businessman in Las Vegas. All this stuff. Yes. Because <laughs> we, we learned in the 90s, us wrestling kids learned that pimping wasn't easy. We knew oh, what the yeah, Godfather right. did for us each and every week. <laughs> as well yeah. as carry the Intercontinental title. That's right. Yeah, pimps up, hose down, west side. That was from this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. True story. I was, look, I'll say this. 
I watched this. I watched this thing live as a kid, you know. And at no point did I think, "Oh, they're making fun of black people." I thought they're making fun of the nation of domination, and it was fun. Yeah. No wrestling fan at that time period that knew what was going on when this happened at any time thought, "Oh man, this is racist and horrible." They just thought, "Yeah, fuck the nation of domination." Yeah, yeah, they're man. Just the bad guys. I, you know, and Dion, does this rank in a uh, personal moment of favorite? I can't speak. Is this one of your favorite moments in the history of wrestling? I know for it me, is. it's one of my favorite promos. It's so fucking good. It's, 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 I think, you know, objectively and personally, it's, it's top 10 all time for me. It's, it's so, yeah. you know, even as a kid, it's fucking, you know, cause I didn't have cable then. So, you know, I, you know, I eventually saw, you know, the replays and shit or whatever, you know, and it was, it's, and it's funny when it is replayed, you know, and, and like Kendall said, at no point you could tell that it wasn't, malicious in that there's the commentary being hey this dude is black and he does this shit or you know even x-pac or or, or fucking you know road dog just jumping on a turnbuckle every fucking five minutes like like that shit is hilarious like at no oh, point are they saying my brother loves bacon i mean that was an amazing d-lo impression down pat dude <laughs> and just fucking stupid ass sean Walman just in the background like just bobbing his fucking upper body with pillows under his fucking t-shirt. The, none of it, the, none of the commentary was, hey, these dudes are also black. It's like, we don't like these guys. We're better than them. We're fucking making fun of them. Also, one of us has a gigantic nose on our face. Come on. Yeah. And that's the white guy they're making yep. fun of. I will say, yeah. the WWF taught me a lot of things. And the Godfather taught me taught me what roll a fatty for this pimp daddy meant. Because as a kid, I was like, <laughs> what? And I didn't know what that meant. And then I, I learned about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my so, God. Best part about yeah. all this is my Work. mom and I used to watch wrestling together. And she would say pimping ain't easy just like the Godfather. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, 14-year-old Kendall was all about getting on the hoe train with the Godfather. <laughs> yes. I just love when they play. Where is this train now? and how do I get a ticket? <laughs> I just love how they bleep out hold. Get on the train. <laughs> like I love that. You know that part of it is is funny, right? Because it's a product of time. That's the other thing. These things are a product of their time. Yeah. You know that's a huge. It's a great way to look back. You know everyone. You know always loves to get up in arms with bullshit like YouTube rewind. But that that's real life time capsule. That's a real life snippet of how. We as kids, how adults saw things in 1998, you know, how how the idea of doing goofy bullshit specifically to piss off your boss and your boss's main man was funny and it was fucking cool. And it was, you know, it's okay to be a smarmy, uh, smart ass sometimes. Yeah. Right. And, th- and it was a it was a fucking perfect snapshot of the time at, at the time. And even if you're doing something. You know, that's not the greatest. I'm not saying we should fucking play Amos and any other goddamn time, but pretending that it doesn't exist is like, yo, this was the time period. It's a snapshot of the time period, and we're going to learn shit from it, good and bad, and it's good to look back and see it, and it's good to have a good cringe sometimes. Yeah. Shit, you know, the fucking birth of the hand. It <laughs> is so fucking terrible. Even he's Mark Henry is he's, – oh, he's a big guy, isn't he? Big guy. Um, But even Mark Henry in the middle of the fucking – bit you see him cover his face and start fucking laughing <laughs> you know that shit is just it's silly and it's goofy and it's good to cringe like okay well now we're not gonna do a fucking program where this dude's fucking this 70 year old woman and she gives birth to a hand like we're not gonna do that because we we had this to remind us why not to fucking do that yeah <laughs> 
Just Katie cringe Dixing. sometimes, America. Yeah. Oh my God, that's a perfect fucking example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened. Anybody, anybody that was watching wrestling at the time watched it and said, "This is this is bad. This is wrong." I, I, ugh, 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 I feel dirty. Why do I watch <laughs> wrestling? And then they tried to sweep it under the rug like it didn't happen. It's like, no, motherfucker, that happened. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I just wanted to share this. This is WWF. <laughs> yeah, that's where the big boys play at WCW. Yeah, look at the adjective. Oh God, eats. I, I can't. Like, look at. Um, there's one about Vince McMahon. I won't say any more, but Kendo knows what it is. But that's probably the most famous one. That's a yeah. Good one. But that's what I go. How did that get on TV? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. That's another thing about how far we've come in wrestling. You you put a sign like that up back then, it got on TV. Everybody thought it was funny. They didn't confiscate it. Now you walk in with a sign that they think is slightly edgy, and they pull it off. I was, I'm not a sign person, but the, one of the last wrestling events I went to was right before CM Punk quit, and I wanted to take a sign that said CM Punk, and then I was going to go in with a sharpie and put a U in between the CM and put an S in front of the punk and hold it up and see if I got it on TV and then see how quickly I was ejected. <laughs> now, this is a real sign. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> yep. oh, God. This is a commentary. It's the 1980s. But even then, like you could, you could, you could make those signs and hold them up and you'd be on camera and they weren't liable. And, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, we got a crazy fan there. And sometimes I would take them down, sometimes I wouldn't. But who cared, man? Everybody's having a good time. It was a it was a fun show. Like, yeah. Well, and again, you know, it's it's, it's just a great snippet of the time period. You know, it's oh, yeah. the eighties. You know, everyone knows that AIDS is bad, and people are using it as an insult to a fucking crazy person who who wears a kilt all the goddamn time to piss to specifically get a reaction out of them. Like yep. that's 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 a time that we can't go back to. You can't have that sign on Raw today. You can't have that sign, even hell, even an AW or you know whatever fucking. I mean, you probably can get it on CZW, but you know it's, it's, it's <laughs> just it's, Jesus. it's a great it's a great fucking snippet of the time period, man. Like to pretend doesn't happen. You know, I, no one wants to lose it. It's like okay, well maybe now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make that make that sign in the future. But now I know what the fucking late 80s for wrestling fans was like. Yo, hey, yeah. this, you know that crazy that's happening? You have it, you fucking bitch. You know, like, that's just, <laughs> it's great. It's its just great. So, oh, I just, God. by the way, we're ending this wrestling discussion on the perfect place because we have 316 likes. So, boom. There we go. Can I get a hell yeah, Kendo? Oh, hell yeah. What? <laughs> that is the, dude, wrestling fans have ruined wrestling. Yes. Listen, I will die on this hill. What is not bad for wrestling? It is good for wrestling. I fucking love it. The fact that the fans can interrupt a a, a supposed big moment by just by yelling "what" and we know they're just gonna piss them off. I fucking love that. I love that specifically with shit like that. You know, the biggest match of all time at fucking TLC, John Cena, Randy Orton, thirty-seven, and the fans yeah. are just shitting on the whole thing. Like that is. That's the shit that I like. As much as this gets annoying, I would I love the what chant. Fucking love it. Yeah. What I think is funny is like people are like, oh, Star Wars fan base. They're so toxic. They're so toxic. They've, those people have never been in a fucking wrestling chat room or yeah, anything. Right. Oh, the oh wrestling, God. The wrestling is- fans are <laughs> like the 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 star the Star Wars, you know, haters like on steroids of on steroids. Like the steroids are on steroids if you're ever so. 
Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> exactly. The, and, the uh, things yeah, the things no. you've told us and shown us from that group is just oh, it's dude. it's wonderful. Dude, it's you even know, better. Like, like if you go to an AEW group and you so much as even say Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang is one of the most overrated fucking wrestlers in the modern era, you will get insulted. You will get death threats. I know I've gotten those. And it's just hilarious. <laughs> it's like, why don't you go back to watching WWE, you fucking Vince Dick writer? It's like, well, one, I haven't watched WWE since I left WrestleMania 34. And two, <laughs> I actually tried to watch AEW because I had the hopes it would be better. Uh, God. Testicle talk, by the way, folks. Oh, we're God. Getting, we're just getting slammed with them. Uh, yeah, I love it, bro. <laughs> Never ending. It's running wild, brother. <laughs> so, one thing I did want to add before we move away from this completely, I hope that everyone out there goes and combs through the library of the show Friends, and you take up as much offense as you can for any questionable. Oh my god, please, oh, please! Friends needs to be pulled out of existence. Fuck friends, the worst show of 1990, whatever, for the year you launched. You really damaged popular culture for a decade. It wasn't that good. And I've seen most of the episodes. Please find something questionable and take that shit off. There were people. There were people in their forties trying to act like they were in their thirties, hoping that people wouldn't mention, you know, look like they were in their twenties, you know, being in New York and going to fucking this coffee shop all the goddamn time. Clearly, like, guys, nobody's ever told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. I swear to God. Nick. Well, the job the joke, you're broken. Your love life is DOA. Yeah. Oh God. Nick, are you always feeling like you're Nick. stuck in second gear, folks? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's gonna be an open spot on, on w, uh, WCBS <laughs> soon. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go quit and go live on an island now. Fuck it. You got Damn. the island money? Shit. I'll, I'll stop making the jokes. Can we come? I want to go to the island. <laughs> Not yeah. now, goddammit. Clearly, it has been his day, his month, his week, and even his year. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's it. Ken is getting shot on sight. It's happening. That's fine. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> God damn it, Primer. This is a Primer's response. Don't worry, Jeff. I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> when the rain starts to pour. God damn it. Ken. <laughs> like you've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible fucking song. Oh God! Every time, every time I hear it, I just want to. Oh God! I want, I want, I want to put a lightsaber through my head. You know what the worst part about that song is? Oh, it's God. a fucking single, so you can hear it at the store. Like yeah. I've been to grocery stores and you hear, I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it used to come on yeah, in-house like, radio like at least once or twice a day. It sucked. Yeah, it's 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 like Mariah Carey's Christmas song. I can't, I can't fucking hear it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Aren't they both from 1994? Probably. I think so. I want to say. I have a theory. It's either four or five. I have a theory that 1994 was a black hole of creativity, meaning there were some great things, but some of the big things that took over, these two things specifically, ruined everything. Pulp Fiction is great. All those great movies are, you know, Shawshank Redemption. I respect those, but friends, fuck it. They did it. Yeah. Uh, So... Let's uh, catch up with some of the Super Chats because we have a lot to read tonight. So thank you, folks. And uh, then we're going to talk about something because people are asking us about IMDb. So we'll address some of the drama in just a moment. So Primer says, Mortal Kombat Jammeram. Well, Primer, since you sent in the Super Chats, uh, which one are we going to do? Well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. (laughs) 
Walker told me I am. <laughs> there you go, Primer. Yeah, I was reading about it too. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get that clip. <laughs> oh, I have a, a new button I'm working on. Uh, I'll tell you guys about it off air, but I, w- I want to surprise the audience with it. Uh, Joseph Bianowicz says So, Jeff, there is Electric Boogaloo. Are we the WCBS crew challenging the Snyder and Warner Brothers to a dance off? Damn! Oh, shit. Yeah, gonna you should see served. Dion spin on his forehead. He's amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> Not about all that shit. Dude, I can pop, lock, and drop it like no one else, and Nick is a human worm machine. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Let now, me see it. If by worm you mean I just lay there on the floor, then yes, sure, why not? Yeah, it's like a convulsion. It's like, is he having a seizure? No, he's pretty... Say what type of worm? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Nick... Uh, acts like the worm at the bottle of a, the bottom of a bottle of tequila. He's just yeah, you know, he, I'll fuck you up if you eat him. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nick's stretchy enough to be called a gummy worm. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, he's God. multicolored and uh, he's sweet. Aw, you're a good friend. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug Keller just bought a 4K TV. Ooh, nice. And a few of the films I just got on 4K are Blade Runner, Top Gun, Scarface, and Total Recall. Excellent Ooh. choices. Dude. Yeah, all shot on yeah, film, and I believe all of them have a nice uh, new 4K transfer for their home video releases. So, I bought Total Recall myself. I got the uh, the Steelbook from Best Buy. I still haven't opened it yet, but I'm going to test it out one of these weekends. Sh Rebels 08, thank you very much. He says, "Release hell upon the own." <laughs> Sorry, bro. Now the worm has turned. <laughs> ah, so we like to talk about uh, famous fans, listeners that have amazing jobs, but I think we reached the top of the list because Leonardo da Vinci is a listener of our show. And Leonardo oh, hey, da Vinci, that? Gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Did you time travel or are you like a Ninja Turtle or some shit? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he says, evening bullshitters. Nick, want to thank you for recommending Resident Alien. I'm three episodes in and it's great. Hail Dion Motorboat Master Green. <laughs> Dude, um, I think I think the last episode just happened yesterday. So if anybody wants to watch it, it's all there. You can all you can binge watch it all you want. Hopefully somewhere. I think Sci-Fi has it, unfortunately. So you know, good luck with that. Uh, but it's a fun show. They 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 got they got a second season already. So hopefully we can watch enough of it and get them a third. Uh, Doug Keller, thank you very much again. He says, "Greeting WCBSers." Well, greetings to you, Doug, and thank you very much. Uh, right. Let's try to work out some bond times um maybe we could wait until april because this weekend is passover so there's a lot of cooking to be done next weekend is easter so there's a lot of cooking to be done and then the following weekend is wrestlemania so there's a lot of drinking to be done (laughs) so after wrestlemania is cool let's shoot for that because you'll get the best of us but like that yeah our friend joseph bianowich says exhausted you will be I, no, I won't be because, you know, inventory time at Statler Toyota will be over and, you know, I won't be working <laughs> seven days a week anymore. Oh, man. I hate October. Yeah. It's my birth month, though. I actually really love it. <laughs> so um, we also have our friend uh, Joseph Bianowicz who says, what? Dion's wearing HBK chaps while watching Brokeback Jedi. 
Damn, oh. sorry, Dion. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is that is very specific, sir. Yeah. Well, it's almost like he's on. thought about that. There's a lot. A little, there's brother, a little more. Brother, brother, brother. He also says, rub on that lotion. Blame <laughs> Joseph, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm about to develop a real case of the sleepies in this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you got the itis, bro. Yeah, yeah I got the itis. I, I got I to gotta bounce up before I fucking have Ooh, nightmares of... Sm- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm just talking over you while, while you're in a well. <laughs> Jesus. With a fucking damn. old god damn it, Jeff. Listen, motherfucker, you're never gonna get no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Actually, I need water and I don't feel like getting up this second, so I'm just gonna stop because it's better than getting the water. <laughs> so uh we had we've read a lot of the testicle super chat titles, but I know we didn't skip any so far. So we'll start with Optimus Popeye who says Soylent Green is testicles. <laughs> Charles are trying to tell us. All right, okay, this is a great one from our friend Primer. He says, "2010, the year testicles make contact." Yeah. With what? <laughs> Grow them. I want to be the first testicle on Mars, boys. That's my new life goal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Musk is Musk, is, Musk is, 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 is is trying to get that real real bad, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll get there together. He's, you know, he's he's trying to he's trying to buy a Bitcoin and trying to buy his way there and just trying to you know, be just trying to get off this goddamn planet. Runeman says uh, Akira Kurosawa. Oh, sorry, Akira Kurosawa presents seven testicles. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a long ass afternoon. <laughs> I was just gonna say, who's the odd man out? <laughs> Or are they seven men with one testicle? Oh, or is it six? Or is it six men in a eunuch? Or three men in a eunuch? That sounds like a really, it sounds like a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Leonard Nimoy would have directed that one? Oh, with, a, with a love ballad in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Bilbo, Bilbo, testicles, testicles. <laughs> Well, Steph H says snakes on a testicle. Uh, Better than testicles on a snake. Doug Keller says testicle never dies. I I just want to commend Shallon Wright for the self awareness of the super chat. He says Kingdom of the Crystal testicle, although it wasn't that good. (laughs) Tender subject. Joseph Fiedowicz says Laura Croft testicle raider. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I can't get upset. That just I, th- I think they've made a couple of those already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those giant it. fucking cone boobs were raiding a lot of <laughs> testicles back in the day. Is this I'm is pretty this sure cradle the balls? Instead <laughs> <laughs> of the cradle of life. God damn it. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Misty Monday did one. I'm pretty sure she did. Sure, she did a lot of stuff, Nick. Yes, she did. <laughs> um, primer, he says, close encounters with a third testicle. <laughs> now, yeah. I got a question. Is this the story of a man who has found a new testicle descend, or is there a new man with one testicle entering the fray? I need to know. Tatooine, <laughs> perfect name for tonight's topics. 
John Carpenter's The Testicle. <laughs> and I'd oddly watch that one at least three times. I want I want I want the soundtrack on vinyl for that one. <laughs> I want to watch Assault on Th- uh Testicles 13. That's gonna be the yeah. movie that I think will lend itself to John Carpenter's uh greatest filmmaking assets. Oh yeah. Matter they testicle. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or the you know testicle, or the taking of testicles one two three. Ooh, <laughs> that just sounds like a really sad countdown. <laughs> three ten to testicles. <laughs> oh, God. oh my! God. So let's see. There'd be Jurassic testicle or testicle park. Testicle park just sounds like a much more interesting concept. <laughs> then there's Jurassic Park two: The Lost Testicle, mm. and then. Testicle Park Three, and then what would it be Jurassic? Oh, sorry, Testicle World. Yeah. Would you watch Testicle World? Oh, no. <laughs> probably, probably with a group. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass on all of these films. <laughs> Maybe, unless it's like as on the nose as the film Ass from Idiocracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Leonardo da Vinci who says Knives Out is better than Testicles Out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> tweeter trash. Peggy Sue got testicles. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh. That is a movie for present day. Yeah. Isn't Nicolas Cage in that? Yes, he is. Yeah. Cesario Japan, thank you very much, says E.T. the Extra Testicles. Actually a porn parody. <laughs> oh, Doug God. Keller says Sky Captain in the World of Testicles. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The the only thing that's not green screened is the testicles. Yeah, you should, yeah, real real sets and practical effects, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all JJ. What's in his mystery box? Testicles. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain so much. That would explain so much. Why it still sucks. Yep. <clears throat> I'm looking for water. Sorry, I'm in transit. There we go. <laughs> Don't our die, report. man. Don't die. Talking about oh, testicles makes Jeff thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> the thirst is real on a Thursday. Dude, it's called Thirsty Thursday for a reason, right, boys? That's right. It's in the game, son. The new number two says Star Wars, the rise of testicles. <laughs> this next one broke me. The James Baker, stop or my testicles will shoot. <laughs> I feel like you could just say this to like your wife or girlfriend or a lady you've met. It's got the best context. Yes. <laughs> okay. I got an idea for a skit. Okay. And I'll tell you off air. <laughs> well, write it down so, so you can tell yeah, it off air. But I don't want to give away the idea. That's so, fine. That's fine. Uh, Primer says, die hard with a testicle. <laughs> uh, which die hard testicle film would you like the most? Um... I guess testicle with a vengeance is probably the testicle one I want to go with. Yeah, definitely better than live testicle or die hard. That's How about true. a good day to die testicle or a good day to hmm. testicle hard? Hmm. So testicle three die hard. You, you go that route as well. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a tough one. It's a tough one. Ah, tough testicles tonight, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more, and then we're gonna. 
Okay, two more, and then we're going to go to the next the next topic of simple Zach. So uh, Joseph Biedowicz says the Empire strikes testicles. He also has gone in sixty <laughs> testicles. That's in the same. <laughs> Uh, Master Clockwork is the reason why we had to read more than just one. Fuck, and so is Doug Kelly. Damn it. Fried green testicles. Uh, what is this, Fear Factor? I don't, I saw Joe Rogan once in person. So Was he doing yeah. DMT? Uh, yeah, and he also showed me a video of a moose getting hit by a car. It was life-changing, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. I How? Oh, you, well... <laughs> How yeah. how tall is how tall is he compared to you? That, that's what I really want to know. I had to look down. Oh damn! Oh damn! Honestly, all joking aside, I saw him driving a car. Okay. Like, <laughs> shop at. I was like, I think that was Joe Rogan. And Jesse goes, if it's if you think you see a celebrity out here, it's gonna be them. So, uh, Doug Keller says Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Testicle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Zach Z, Testicles of the Caribbean, Curse of My Black Ass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That, is, that one is layers. Layer. That comes with layers. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That one hurts. <laughs> That's awesome. Zach Z, I have saved that one. We are going to use that at a later date, sir. You are now part of the world-class bullshitters history. Um, oh, and then Tweeter Trash finally uh, breaks away from the testicle talk. For a moment, there's a lot of testicles to talk about still. He says, don't tell about moist fudge. <sighs> I mean, if mud, it's it's crumble. It's it's brittle. There you go. Brittle fudge. It's just hard and uncomfortable. You'll break your teeth. So, boys, are you ready to start talking about something that's not testicle related? Sure. Uh, Posture. Possibly. We've been talking about testicles this whole time, Justin. Actually, we're talking about wrestling racism. Oh, uh, last one, I swear, since it's topical. Sorry, it's topical. Here's a picture of JR getting kicked in the testicles by Linda McMahon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll joke you, I didn't, like, Google search testicles. All I had looked up earlier was 90s WWF Vince signs. There it was. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I remember what was it? She was trying to be a politician or trying to run for governor or something like she that. Did. Like, uh, she ran, she ran yep. for senator twice in yep. Connecticut and lost. Man, oh, yep. Wow. And then got a cabinet position. Oh, damn. It's all about who you know. Not exactly. Well, she's always been known to be pretty bright and a good, different person compared to Vince. So, yeah. It's all about the game and how you play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you telling me that I have no chance? That's what you got. Come on, come and get it. So, Dion, do you want to talk about something you don't want to get? Uh, you damn right, I do. Snyder cut. Oh yeah, seventy-five dollars. I won't fucking waste. I can always buy a fucking figure for that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> so, I just wanted to let you guys know that the Snyder cut has a new version out right now. Oh, God damn it! Oh, damn it. So, long. I know, right? The black and black version. Yes, HBO Max releases Zack Snyder's Black and White Justice League. Justice is gray. Would you guys like to hear the reasoning behind this? Because this is why I'm talking about. No, really. I, I, in, 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 in all honesty, I don't want to hear it, but you're going to say it anyway. So I feel like it's really stupid. <laughs> oh, it is. <clears throat> so monochromatic blockbusters are all the rage, with Mad Max, Fury Road, and Logan receiving Black and White reissues in recent years. So first off, let's stop. Those films are six and what five and six years old, respectively. 
Yeah, yeah and, and, and 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 well, here's the thing: they're actually fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I have purchased Mad Max Fury Road as well as Logan on Blu-ray and would gladly buy them on 4K disc. Yeah. I couldn't be convinced to spend money on the Snyder Cut even if it was like $10 because I got burned. I bought Batman versus Superman on Blu-ray for like three bucks. I bought Wonder Woman. I bought into the DCEU. I didn't watch the fucking movie. So, um, so it was only logical that Zack Snyder would anoint his new cut of Justice League worthy of the upper echelon of action movies with a second release that strips out the remaining color. The remaining color house from the dark. You're right. God damn. <laughs> That's on the nose a little bit. That's a shot one, right there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, is. yeah it is. So one week after the release of the Snyder Cut, fans have yet another four-hour experience at their hands. Justice League, Justice is Gray. For viewers debating whether to embark on another journey through the Snyderverse, it should be noted that this is, well, the only difference is the Justice League released on HBO last week and Justice is Grey is that Steppenwolf now looks like he's ready to battle George Reeves in a serial-friendly showdown. It's really just the same movie, but in black and white. You say a bit of it. Oh, God. So would you like to know the reason why? Besides money? Yeah. He says, why not? <laughs> Exactly. Oh, okay. Of course he fucking does. They're giving me money for it. I might as well keep doing it. He says, my ideal version of the movie, fuck you, is the black and white IMAX oh, version of the movie. Snyder told YouTube channel. Uh, to me, that is the most fan-centric, most pure, most justly experience because it's how I lived with the movies for two years in black and white. What the fuck is that? that wait, I wait, wait, is he, that wait hold on, hold on, hold on. Is, is, is he telling us he's fucking colorblind? Is that what he's telling us right now? Yeah. He's, telling, he's admitting that it's a dark movie, but now he's saying, I saw the movies in black and white. Uh, black and white as in good and shit. No, this asshole is lying. This is how I saw the movie. No, you didn't. You saw it in actual color. We saw the color stripped out. You fuck. The Zack Snyder version you saw would be saturated like the Wizard of Oz or Willy Wonka. I hate this guy. You know what? Every you know what? Day it's, more and more. Fuck it's funny. You. It's it, it's funny how he says that, but yet none of his movies he's done before have ever had had a black and white cut or ever been black and white. Because the dude, I say it all the time. He, he, the dude does what is the flavor of the fucking month. And, you know, all of a sudden, oh, it's a special edition. We got to get the black and white. Like, all of a sudden, it's a classic already. Like, it's a classic movie when it's been out for a fucking week and a half. This dude is just, he's, he's, he's just a really good character. I mean, this dude is a fucking character you'd find in a, in a, in a, in a thriller novel. You know, the fucking businessman that says whatever he fucking wants, whatever he fucking needs to, all press is good press, whatever he thinks. the ki- This dude is no different than the Nazi chick in the boys. What's her name? Stormfront. Yeah, yeah. Stormfront. Who, who is pretending to be on message boards and firing up the incels and making memes to get her point across. This, Zack Snyder is the real life version of that fucking character saying whatever <laughs> you, they fucking can to get it across to get you to buy their shit. That's what this is. That dude doesn't fucking believe that because he was already talking about how uh, Superman killing Zod uh, was Superman in a gray area. But now he sees the movies in black and white. Now he sees the movies as good and evil. Bitch, you clearly couldn't see a goddamn thing because I've seen the movies you made in this franchise. You didn't understand the goddamn characters. And now you putting them in black and white is proof 
positive you don't understand these fucking characters. He's doing it because goofballs on fucking Gizmodo are going to fucking flock to the stores <laughs> and buy this shit. And he can look at Warner Brothers and say, hey, look what I did. I'm successful. I'm good at this. Give me more of your fucking money. He doesn't give a shit about the black and white in the film. He doesn't give a shit about the characters. He doesn't give a shit about what you think. All he cares about is you're going to reach in your fucking sweaty little ass pocket and pick out your fucking wallet and hand it to him because that's what he thinks of you. You're a piggy bank and this is proof of that shit. Also, I, I think Eddie German made a, made a good point. It's it's still it's still in fucking four three. It's still in like standard definition, like right. Aspect the way he ratio. saw the movie, Nick. Yeah, apparently he saw it as a fucking nine year old kid in like eighty nine or some shit. It's like, oh, it's just gonna be in full screen. I like it. It's awesome. It's like, <laughs> I think Zack Snyder mistook his film for watching Batman eighty nine on tape. So <laughs> I'm waiting for the next Snyder cut, which is which is by far. Which is by far a more superior fucking movie than the, than the four hour bullshit he made. Every I would rather ever. watch the four hour loop of the Warner Brothers ad for the fucking catalog at the beginning of Batman <laughs> and the Coke commercial just for the taste of it. Diet Coke on loop before I watch this black and white cut of Snyder's Justice League. Justice is gray, you pretentious dick. <laughs> God damn, man. I thought the first like we were this is, artistic vision was the original cut, dude. <laughs> this is this is literally the definition of give them an inch and they'll take a mile. This is the actual fucking definition of that. Cause like I mean, the signer cut didn't exist before the, the $70 million he got to make his own cut. There's no way this would have been in theaters. There's no way there's no way there's no there's no way you know they would have okayed a four-hour fucking cut for, for a theatrical release. Never fucking happened. Not, not in a million years ever. They gave him seventy million dollars to make his own cuts. So they could so, so they could you know make money on fucking HBO Max. That's really what it what, what it was. His cut didn't exist until that money came came into you know came into the equation or whatever. So it's it it's it's so it's so fucked. It's so fucked, man. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to laugh at your point, Nick. But House of a Thousand Testicles broke me. No, no. <laughs> Listen, and, and, and also sign up to that. Rob Zombie can go ahead and make that movie. It's fine. <laughs> the Devil's has the testicles rejects. Ooh, once again, he can make that movie. That's fine. I would watch that. Well, no, I wouldn't. I hate Rob Zombie's movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like his music though. That's the thing. Like, he has a couple good songs, man. I can't dump on those. Yeah, he does have a couple good songs. I mean, you know, him, him and his Walmart metal. You know, it's just you know, it's 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 okay. It's fine true so now this is a topic this specific thing i wanted to talk about because we've discussed stuff about for the fans and the snyder cut has been hiding behind the shield of well it's for the fans we need to not critique this film we need to praise it for what it is and give it a pass because it's for the fans and now you have on the other side of this aisle (coughs) excuse me if you want to set it up like this you have people like vox who always suck but we now have them saying the Justice League Snyder saga reminds us which fans' voices get heard. So for as much as we're willing to share the Snyder cut all yeah, okay. day, let's hear what Vox has to say because I oh, guarantee God. you it's a lot dumber. You guys ready? Yeah, do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's hard to overstate just how giddy many geeks are about the long-awaited HBO release of the once-mythical Snyder cut. It's true fans have spent four years demanding that Zack Snyder's version of the 2017 DC Extended Universe film Justice League see the light of day. But as the film itself became available to the public, so too did breathless, over-the-top accolades. A lifetime's worth of iconography, operatic, synthasia, intensity to a Z. 
director-actor Jay Baruchel declared. This four-hour cut is the kind of brazen auteur vision that Martin Scorsese was calling for when, com- when he complained, what? rightly, that most modern superhero movies don't resemble cinema as he oh, always valued it, wrote critic Matthew Zoller Seitz in his review of the film referring to Scorsese's inadvertent feud with Marvel fans. Snyder's Justice League is more, more, more way than most films would bear, wrote Slate's Ken, sorry, Karen Hahn, the film's epic scope. It's impossible not to be swept away. Now, before we go a little deeper into this stupid, <clears throat> uh, anything you guys want to say about this? That's hilarious. Why are they? Why are they treating this like it's some some art house fucking movie? It's a four. It's a four hour comic book movie. That that. I mean, because we know why. I mean, we we know why. You know, he was no one gave a shit about what he did when he did Watchmen. You know, he got tabbed to do these movies, and then something happened in his personal life. So now they want to be able to say that they're um, very supportive, that they that they you know gave this guy all the media that he deserves because look what happened to him you know four years ago, you know that's why they're doing it. You know he Zack Snyder as much as he's making us the flavor of the month, they're using him as the flavor of the month because in ten years, in twelve years, in thirteen, fourteen, fifteen fucking years, they can go back and say you know what we we. You know, because this is the same industry that's, that gets blamed for Princess Diana being dead. So now they want to be able to say that, hey, uh, look, we're not we're not this evil machine that drives great artists out of the industry. We supported a guy who, you know, whatever, you know, the thing that happened to him, who who lost family members. You can't call us evil because we were so supportive of Zack Snyder. We called his recent work, even though a lot of us wrote shit specifically about how dull and unimaginative and liberties he took with the material, but whatever. But we we look back and we called his work. It's impossible not to get swept up in. So they're playing the fucking long game. Dude's the flavor of the month. And when he says something they don't like, it's going to be all the fucking opposite. Yeah. Yeah, the true. thing that still blows my mind, I had someone comment on my Zack Snyder cut review uh, saying like, oh, this was a masterpiece. I'm genuinely surprised you didn't like it. I really thought you were going to. I just, I don't understand that perspective. I don't understand. I can understand liking it. I can understand enjoying things about it or liking things better about it. If that's your bent, if that's your taste, I get it. But it is functionally a disjointed, broken piece of cinema with inconsistent sound, for God's sakes, let alone the special effects. Uh, how how does anybody look at this and go, oh, this is a filmic masterpiece? Like, from a base, bones, technical level, how? Because it's not even really a movie. It's not. It's a it, broken experiment. Well, it's an experiment. And it's it, unfinished. And you know what? I wouldn't call... It looks unfinished. It is. Well, things I wouldn't call Richard Donner's Superman 2 edit a film i'd call it an experiment the real superman 2 sadly is directed by richard lester and seeing what richard donner wanted to do with his entire superman experience is a superior idea the execution's different because of you know the passing of christopher reeve this that and the other all these different things but i still wouldn't call the donner cut of superman 2 like a movie movie it was it's more of an experiment a home video experience and i like it i love it it's fun to watch it's on our plex server but I treat the Snyder Cut the same way. I can't really call it a film because it doesn't have the same structure. It's more like, I don't even want to call it like a documentary. It's something that lives between a film narrative and a documentary and an example of some kind of meta narrative. It's unique. Well, no, what it is, it's a Hollywood director's masturbatory fantasy come to life is basically what it is. 
Yeah. yeah. That is very true. But yeah. the, the thing I like about this film is how it's become weaponized. It's so interesting oh, to hear the the arguments over this. And so now this is what I wanted to talk about because this is trying to make it a little more political. And I know this sounds weird coming from us, but that's why I wanted to talk about it. Even though we're not fans of what we saw on screen, I still am glad that people are having a good time with their own shit. Well, I mean, like, okay, to be honest, I watched it and I, I did like it, but I, did, I liked it in that kind of Marvel superhero way. But even then... It's not something I'm going to go back and watch. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to. I watched it once. I liked it. That's it. I'm not going to go back and do it again. And I didn't I like. I didn't. I, and I did. I didn't like it to the point of def, like like dying on the hill of it. It's like if you, if you like it, cool. If you don't like it, that's fine. I like it as much as the original edit. Yeah, that's that's exactly it's, how I feel. It's like yeah, it was it was a good movie. It was fine. But I'd like once again, I'm not going to die on the hill of it. I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing since sliced bread or whatever. It's it's good. That's it. You know. So now. This is where it starts to get ugly and political and weaponized. So setting aside these arguments that the Snyder Cut is mostly just pretty good, as Vox critic Alex Abad Santos uh, sagely notes, uh, I'm going to look at your opinion. Uh, basically, this is where it gets ugly, though, because it says uh, four years of toxic harassment and a parade of troubling online behavior from male fans that is more in common with abusive right wing campaigns like Gamergate than with most of the mainstream. <laughs> the new film has undeniably brought joy to a lot of people, but in the entire process by which the Snyder cut came to exist also reveals how distorted major cultural narratives can be. You fucking hypocrite. <laughs> um, also, also the fans saved Sonic the Hedgehog. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love, when I want, we're going to talk about it when Jeff finishes the article, but that's precisely no, no, no start going now. Go so, now. So, it, it, it's just I love the narrative that well, this is what happens when the, the right fans are heard or when fans are heard. Like, like, you know, what's the greatest example of fans being heard in it becoming a successful franchise, guys? The fucking Marvel movies. Mm hmm. It is a franchise because they made fucking Iron Man because it was rumored the fucking fans went crazy and they made fucking Iron Man and then they made the Incredible Hulk and then they went on and eventually we got the fucking Avengers, a movie that had been tossed around for fucking years and that spawned what you're shitting on. That's why Martin Scorsese was wrong. He isn't wrong because of how successful Marvel is. He's wrong because he spent years telling his fucking story. And that motherfucker, great filmmaker, whatever. But you know, he, he his films had their effect, but it wasn't comic books. So when fans were heard, we fucking made the Avengers in the MCU fucking happen. It's faux pas now to shit on them because Martin Scorsese did it. It's faux pas. Or it's, it's 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 the thing that's in the shit on them because they've been around since two thousand and eight. But no, we've got this new thing, and it's the underdog and the Justice League, and it's Zack Snyder because hey, remember that shit happened to him. We didn't we didn't see his movie before on comic books as visionary, but but whatever. So this one, so now you got this young upstart movie that's fucking incomplete, and something happened to him at the perfect fucking time where when it failed, they blame it on the other shit. So now you have this underdog who who had his own version that he somehow wasn't able to get out there but he had his own version and now he he earned it because the fan says something and now we've got this four hours of disjointed incomplete movie that's the same fucking movie you know so so this person writing at vox fucking is so incensed with 
again, getting in that narrative that Zack Snyder is the underdog, he forgets that's not what happens. Because apparently fans were were heard about Star Wars, and that shit is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Well, so so you can't keep using this narrative of oh this is this is when the good fans are heard, bitch. We we've already been heard. Well, hold on. That's I don't think that's where this is going though. I think they're trying to lump this in to make it about GamerGate and this and that and the fans and it, for sure. I I don't like the movie any more than the original cut, but I don't like this shit ten times more. This is one of those situations where stop trying to lump in with your politics because, oh, it makes us sound smart. Oh, we're Vox. We like to take ourselves so seriously. Look, you're not as smart as you like to think you are. All these people that write pop culture commentary these days, they think they're on the cutting edge. They think they're saying something smart or new. First off, you're not saying anything new. It's all a bunch of regurgitation. Thank you. It's word vomit too. But you get stuff like that that is so far out of left field that I'm going to roll my eyes and go, I got to talk about this. We got to break this shit down because this is dumb on another level. So uh, director Joss Whedon took over for, uh, sorry, took over for the justice league after Snyder's departure. And the results were widely uh, panned as a patch together mess that as Vox, I don't care, uh, said in 2017, a relatively small group of fans channeled the anger. They felt towards Whedon and the film studios, Warner brothers into belief that the unreleased Snyder cut would have fixed everything. They didn't like about the movie. That's a finished director's cut didn't actually exist was abundantly clear at the time from set reports. Yet again, all national, sorry, yet against all rational objections, many fans became convinced that the cut did exist. A hashtag release the Snyder cut hashtag campaign was born over the next two years. Snyder himself picked up the steam, picked up the theme using the hashtag and posting clips from the film that he would have made by 2019. It had been a what had been a niche subset of the fandom had grown into a major fan crusade. After Justice League actor Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot both tweeted the hashtag, it gained major media attention and then escalated in intensity. So what do you guys think of this so far? This is the uh, the history of the uh, Snyder Cut. Anything you have issues with so far? I I, I, I love how they say the fans shit on the Whedon Cut. I don't remember that happening. All, mm-hmm. all, all, all I no. remember is people making fun of... They definitely me- were... Yeah, I mean, they definitely were... People were talking about how bad it was. Like I said, I remember us kind I mean, of... I just remember them shitting on the movie in general. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, because we we got a little bit of backlash for being like, it's fine. It's not great. You know, they made chicken salad, chicken shit. And everyone was like, <laughs> what? How do you guys feel that way? Blah, 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 blah. You know, so I, I, I do remember it being not received the best. Yeah, we were the nicest people on YouTube about it, weren't we? Yeah. 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 Because we were all like, it's fine. it's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. You know, sure enough, everyone's like, oh, my God, it was it was worse than BVS. It was worse than Man of Steel, blah, 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 blah. Mm. <laughs> Nothing's worse than Batman versus Superman in terms of. Yeah, that's, no, that's that's true. That's true. I really, I really think I'm going to say that's the worst one, even over Suicide Squad, for one reason. Jesse Eisenberg. That's Lex Luthor. That's that's a threat. I'm supposed to believe that that guy can threaten Superman and do all these wonderfully powerful things with his money. No, Zack Snyder and the dude who made that movie somehow made this epic. Yeah, I. So I you're gonna say these people are saying that 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 this extended version, the Snyder cut, is this is this amazing epic. But that same dude made BVS. So are you saying that a four four hours of BVS would make it better? Would make Lex Luthor Lex Luthor better? <laughs> is that what you're? That's a, is that the argument that you're making? Somehow, same dude. He just came around and it, finally he got the studio out of the way. That that was that was the problem. The studio was in the way the whole time. 
Oh god, and and and, and I love I love that that shitty narrative as well too. It's like he's part of the studio system. I don't know why you're making him like you know this this martyr this this this, this thing that's you know bigger than the studio. No, he needs a studio to exist. That's why he has the movies he's done and the money he has because he's part of the system. Yeah, you know that's he is. I I I, I don't care what you think or what you say. The reason he's made all the movies he's, he he has is because of the, he's played the system. He's part of the system. He's in the system. So he can't be this underdog and this this thing you want him to be when he's when he's in, when he's in there. franchise. Yeah, yeah. So he's an so, underdog making two separate superhero franchises. Okay, cool, dude. God. <laughs> this is probably one of the most. What's the right word I want to say? They're picking anecdotal evidence. They're taking oh all yeah, oh yeah, to lump down with the Snyder cut. I'm not going to die on the hill to defend this movie for anything. You heard our takes on it, but I don't think this is right. The Snyder Cut is what it is. It's a, a an, an experiment, experience, an experiment, if you will. But it's not a vehicle. No, experiment, for a- I think, is a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. That's a yeah. perfect way to describe experiment. And that's what it is. It's an experiment, but it's not a vehicle for hate. It's not anything. No. Really, if anything, Warner Brothers might have put itself in a shitty situation by lumping or by jumping too hard into this fan first thing because. For the most part, over the last uh, five to six years, the fans are the problem. Oh, we don't like something in a Star Wars movie? You're sexist, you're this, you're that. I don't need to repeat myself because they keep doing it to us all the fucking time. But Warner Brothers, and then everyone else kind of follows suit too. Sony with the Ghostbusters shit. I mean, that, you have never seen... The fucking system tried to shit down everyone's throat with that movie. They went after the angry video game nerd. They went after anybody that had a dissenting opinion. People didn't have the balls to review that movie, honestly, because they were afraid of some ridiculous hate mob. You had people, thankfully, Richard Roper was the only dude that had to <laughs> fucking review that movie, honestly. God. You have a hate mob out there with this weaponized movie shit. It's the people on the other side of this thing that are the people that are at Vox are the same people that want to shut down people that have dissenting opinions on Ghostbusters 2016. It's so funny that we talk about the pendulum shift. The Snyder Cut is kind of a pendulum shift thing where people that want this shit, no matter how good or bad it is, got what they wanted, and now a bunch of dickheads want to take it away or make it bad. Look, I will review and critique it till the cows come home, but I'm so happy that people got the shit they wanted, good or bad. But fuck you, Vox, for trying to turn it into some political diatribe about how it's right versus left. Fuck you, it's not about that. Oh, the fans' voices. Guess what? The people that wanted it, I guess it was enough for Warner Brothers to throw $70 million down that hole, which seems like a hole because according to some news from The Hollywood Reporter, uh, the Snyder Cut didn't do as well as Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, this is, these are industry articles. These aren't, you know, uh, bullshit rumors from we got this covered and all this other made-up garbage. This is from places that are considered accredited. They get the sources, they get the stuff, they get the information right away. So if they're doing this, well, then it's a serious issue. It's a serious deal. It's real. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 also, I mean, it. Uh, I've, I've heard from a bunch of a bunch of places that uh, they're not they're not you know giving any more money to the Snyderverse. They're not going to make any more movies about this or anything like that. Like it's all it's all shut down basically. Which is weird, but I get it. See, Warner Brothers doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Are you following the Snyderverse? Are you making this new Birds of Prey-verse? Or are you following the Joker route? Because clearly you don't know what you want. You want us to all sign up for HBO Max and get the Snyder Cut. And everyone's all excited. And they, oh, there's no more. 
So now's the worst time to tell people those no, there's no more. Even yeah. that was my number one complaint about the Snyder Cut. Okay, in theory, it's fine. There's nothing else to do. So why get invested emotionally? Because yeah. I, people like this box, this article, what they're trying to do is get people to be disenfranchised with using their hashtags or whatever because it's not a hashtag they believe in. It's not for a cause they feel is worthy. I mean, how bullshit was the hashtag, hashtag wears Ray? That was a fucking one based on a lie because if people took one minute to do research on Google, Ray was a part of the first series of figures in every scale for the force awakens she was there with finn and rose and or sorry not rose finn and poe dameron and everyone else that was featured in that film she was you know there so this hashtag where's ray that has articles written that altered the way that production of the last jedi toys were made like all of these bullshit hashtags that places like vox want to support cause problems financial problems uh, real world problems implications you can't tell me that hasbro really enjoyed eating a loss on all those toys that didn't you know whatever they had to get stuck with send backs and other stuff sent to secondary toy uh, toy stores they even went straight to the fucking uh, furnaces like all these places are getting screwed left and right because of bullshit on twitter so then they want to take this and try to turn the snyder cut into an, a weaponized hashtag too and this war on fans, stop. It's not going to, it doesn't work. People see through the transparency. And so, you know, we feel how we feel about the Snyder Cut. We're not going to change. But I personally, and I want to know what you guys think, I think this is bullshit. And I don't think you should stop listening to fans. I don't know what Vox is trying to promote. Whatever propaganda piece this is, I don't like it. I don't buy their brand. Well, right. And, 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 and again, I, and I think it's not, you know, this this is about getting clicks for them. So, you know, I, they're making it political so that they get clicks. You know, Vox doesn't give a shit about movies being made on, on behalf of the fans. You know, this, this is, you know, it's a flavor of the month situation. Right now, attempts to link how well a movie does to a political environment just is, it gets people to click. That, that, that's their end game, you know? So, obviously, we know this shit doesn't work. It's people who pay attention to this shit, especially when it comes to people buying the merchandise, the tickets, the toys, whatever. We know this shit doesn't work, but they don't give a shit about that. They just want people to click on their stupid ass articles that they don't even research, let alone watch the shit. You know, it's, it's just very interesting that so far there's no description of the movie. It's all about, oh, well, it's the fans that are good to listen to. And before the fan base sounded like a right wing uh, conspiracy book. Like, no, it's just, it's, 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 it's such a, 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 disingenuous attempt to get clicks based on shit that even you don't believe. It's just ridiculous. Like to say that this dude made this movie when he still made other shit that wasn't that good. It's just ridiculous solely because the fans that aren't right wing apparently came to saw this movie. Listen to them. You know, they don't give a shit about that. Vox certainly doesn't give a shit about that. Hmm. I just, I don't like this stuff because it, it just causes a lot of problems that don't need to be caused. So uh, they want to, I'm done with this, really. They want to continue to go down this path of, you know, trying to, um, it's nuts for your Crocs. What? It's a pair of nuts. Send me you a picture of that. Oh, God. Uh, long story short, all they want to do is use these hashtags and tear down fandom. Folks, I'm going to discuss this in a longer form video over the next couple of days, but I'm, 
this is it. This is that next step in the whole culture war that we've been talking about for years. This is the part where they try to look at the situation, uh, you know, and tear us down, divide and conquer. That's what's going on right now. Because for years, people have had this unified fan voice. And now it goes one way or the other. But I think there's enough people that can look at this and go, ooh, um, let's, let's, let's unify again. Because the fans really are uh, the most important part of this. Again, you if you're a if you are a company and you Coca-Cola and no one buys your product, you got a business. So the industry, Hollywood, however you want to phrase it, they're they're Coca-Cola. They're making their products. The Avengers is a bottle of Coke. It's, you know, billions of bottles of Coke in terms of price. But my point is, that's gotta sell. And it only works when you have an audience, aka customers. So stop letting this shit happen and tear us apart because you're gonna hurt in the long run. Yeah. Um, also, also, can we get a hashtag for the Phil? Uh, sorry, Lord and Miller cut of Solo. Can we can we get that cut, please? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why? Why get excited about that? Yeah, because yeah. because that's the one I'd really want to see. Well, dude, you are a you are a transition machine, much like Dion and Kendo are. I'm <laughs> uh, world class, man. I'm world class. Come on now. We got ten movies that deserve the Snyder cut treatment. You guys want to power through these real quick and see? Oh, you know, shit. Really I can't wait yeah, to hear yeah. this shit. I can't wait. No, number no. ten. <laughs> no. Hell no. Nope. no, 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 not the crow. No, Come no. on now, the Crow City of Angels. That one no sucked. Thanks. Yeah, I don't, why with that one though? Yes. Okay, Alien okay. Three. Yes. Yes. So no, nope, not legitimate. I don't know. Fan what do they think is going to be better with that? With hey, Fan Seriously, who wrote this dumb fucking article? Hey, Shyam uh, <laughs> Cheetah. That movie sucks. Everything they shot for it isn't going to make it better. You, there isn't gold there. Plus, listen, the they're conflating. They're conflating the legitimate studio interference that fucked these movies up with what happened with Zack Snyder. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah they are. Fantastic also, Four was 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 terribly interfered with. That's why it was bad. Zack Snyder fucked up on his own. Hmm. Yeah. Also, if you want to see a better Fantastic Four version, watch the watch the Roger Corman one from the '80s. It's way better. I prefer that one. <laughs> so let's finish off. Book. <laughs> so we got Event Horizon. Yes, hundred percent agree. Yes, yes, yes. The Golden Compass. I haven't no. seen that. So no. yeah, I don't. I don't care. Movie. Kingdom of Heaven. Agreed. Yes, agreed. I haven't seen it. I love it. All the pretty horses. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it. I, I want um, that just specifically to make Dion watch it. <laughs> I don't want to watch anymore. Then my curiosity has left the fucking building. Well, let me read you the description of this film. This movie is lost among Matt Damon's acting credits, which is the which the actor isn't too pleased about. This romantic western was originally three hours long, but was slashed under two by Harvey Weinstein, who also got a different composer for the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Director okay. Billy Bob Thornton and Damon continue oh, to call for the Thornton cut to be released, as the edited version took up the chemistry between Damon and lead actress Penelope Cruz. The full cut will show a story where drama translates with the plot and stays true to the Western setting. Okay. That's oh, number man. three. Okay. Number two, Friday the 13th. Part yeah, two. let's do it. Let's do it. Just because we, we need more insanity from that one. <laughs> no, we do. We do. We do. Yes, yes, hey. yes. If Warner Brothers gave us the rights, we could pull the $35 it would cost to make this movie happen. So, 
sorry, Paramount. Excuse me, Paramount. Oh God. And then number one, Suicide. Fuck oh, you. Dude, the movie was just oh. bad. Yeah, you ain't going to fix nothing people. you can do to well, fix No, 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 no. Their, their, their fix, I'm sure, is adding all the parts of fucking Joker in there to make it three hours long of, like, you know, and 45 minutes of his of his bullshit. That's what they want. Well, they're only doing this because of his, his different version. Mm-hmm. Again, this is trying to take the, the onus off of Jerry Leto. They don't want to admit that that was a bad Joker. Now they want to pretend that the dude who made the, this Joker apparently for um, for Justice League is the same dude that fucked up Joker before. No, he did a bad job. He fucked up. Just he has to take onus for that. He yes. does. He does. Damage all- wasn't on his forehead because of fucking because of <laughs> studio interference. That was a bad fucking choice by Jerry Leto. Very. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they released the pictures. I was like, "Who the fuck let Jared Leto go to go to Hot Topic and pick out his costume?" I thought it was fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, are there any films that you guys can think of off the top of your head that you'd like to get see get the Snyder treatment? I know my answer is predictable. Back to the Future. Let me see the Eric Stoltz footage. No, that'd be that'd, that'd be that'd, that'd be cool to see right now. That'd be cool to see. I'd be I'd be okay with that. Well, that's an actual different film. The Snyder yeah. is the same movie, kind of just stretched out. We're gonna we actually live in a world where there's another version of Back to the Future with another actor. It's shot mostly. Uh, we want so, it. Yeah, we want it. Give me the Snyder verse of the uh, Justice League movie we didn't get. The real one from the fucking, from was it 99 or 2000? That a oh, fucking hurricane. They they took the pictures and they shot some footage. I want that. You mean the George Miller one? Yeah. From 2000, I think it was 2009. Because it was, or no, 2007. It was our Christmas break of freshman year. Because they came back from Australia and then they never went back the following. Right. That's right. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, that one. That one. I don't know. Put in put, put in all the blood gore and kills into all the Jason, all the Friday the Friday Thirteenth movies that they took out. Because I know it's more more than just that one they mentioned. There's like there's a couple more where they like just they they did, didn't want any more kills in because the, the MPAA you know got on them. It's like you know you're too much blood, not good for kids like that bullshit. So yeah, I want I want more gore and violence in my movies. Mm-hmm. I. The only thing I say about that, sadly, is we know they destroyed the footage because they didn't respect it. Remember that epic kill from part two, the spear through both people? Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, I don't know if you guys know the story, but Nick knows it because it's in a documentary. Uh, one of the actors had to play dead. So the way they gave him a, um, a convincing death scene is they went up to him and they blew some white powder in his face. And he was just able to act through the rest of the scene very easily. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh god now see that's a four hour that's a four hour movie i've watched multiple times because it's fucking hilarious and it's awesome it's the whole history of that of that franchise and how ridiculous it is uh tweeter trash says they finally gave us the original cut of little shop of horrors and proved to everyone that a theatrical ending was a better choice yeah instead of where they all got taken over by the fucking yeah. uh, or the plant eats them all yeah so, uh, folks, I did forget to talk about the IMDb stuff. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, first off, Cesario Japan, thank you very much. He has a question via Super Chat. It says, so whose 90s first crush was either Demona Angela or Eliza Maza from Gargoyles? Ooh, I don't think I watched that show enough. Yeah, yeah, same here. I didn't watch it enough. 
Well, definitely Eliza, but he, the human for sure. I listen. I, I fucking loved Gargoyles, man. That opening is is classically embedded in my fucking childhood. Oh, I remember her now. She would have been born in oh, she was born in nineteen sixty eight, and and the show lists her as twenty nine years old. <laughs> time, time. Uh, this was a fun show. It has an epic theme song. It's great. It is great. You know, uh, Cesario Japan. There's actually a subreddit called "My Biggest Cartoon Crush." Eliza. <laughs> Oh, it, I can't read it because it comes from the subreddit Actual Lesbians is a Private Community. So huh. <laughs> I just I didn't know. Let me prove first, goddammit. Uh you got well, a link uh you can send over. Uh, yeah, I'll send it over the uh the DMs. Hey, I just want it's doing research because I I really want to watch Gargoyle since I kind of missed it, you know. <laughs> You're getting ready for the action figure that we're not getting sponsored to talk about. Yeah, right. Ken is going to do a video on that on our Patreon. Yeah. yeah. I'll talk about gargoyles. Now, <laughs> I'm sure we have some more testicle talk to cover. Okay. Uh, yes, we do. From Andrew Bo- uh, Bomer, who says, Romancing the testicle. Mm. <laughs> hey, I, I'd, I'd watch that one. That could be a real, real uh, thick, milky time. Isn't it just called a handjob video? Yes. I mean... It's different. It's a different That's technique what I, when you're when you're. If romantic. I was like, if I was cyborg from Justice League, what I would do is I would hack into all porn servers and just call every handjob video "Romancing the Testicle." It'd be yes, the most job ever, dude. You could create your own Mandela effect. Oh my god, you could! If I was fucking, if I was cyborg, dude, you could connect to every everywhere on the internet, dude. I would one hundred percent create my own Mandela effect. Yeah, just 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 everybody. change change little things here and there and fuck with everybody. Oh, I'd be funny. Yeah, make make every clip of Sigourney Weaver in the first Aliens movie with no panties on. Like I could have sworn we we saw her with the underwear. That's on. an nope. edit that no one's gonna complain about. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, but it'll be a, it'll be a, it's a perfect Mandela effect. Perfect Mandela effect. No one gives a shit about the bears being bears. But God damn it, that shit came out. Everyone's like, oh fuck, wait, do I remember that? That messed with my head. <laughs> it, right, that's what you don't do anything too crazy because everyone will come to an agreement. You pick something that's big enough, but everyone will be like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about." That's how you. That's how you create your own Mandela effect of your fucking cyborg with a robot dick for my mother box. Come on, I would, <laughs> I would do really inoffensive ones. Like I would make everyone forget that JFK was bald. Like I would go back in history and erase his hair. <laughs> so every perfect. JFK photo in history is bald. That's why you're my best friend. That <laughs> shit right there. It's a brilliant one. <laughs> <laughs> or you like you make it like where every like everyone thought that they imagined that um uh Monroe covered herself, but then I would just make it to where she completely became uncovered. Oh, from the <laughs> fucking seven year itch? No, from the yeah, 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 from the from the from the subway vent. One hundred yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was covering up. Like, no, she was completely blowing up and bare underneath. Oh, you know what else I would do is cyborg and with Mandela effect shit. I would go back and change historical records, like official versions of historical records. So like they go and they look like, oh shit, wait, the constitution wasn't signed this year. Oh fuck. Declaration of independence was signed. 1997. What? Like just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's perfect again. Oh my God. I think you got to do movie ones. Oh my God. The movie, the movie ones would be, uh, the movie ones would be great. You'd fuck with so yeah. many people. 
That'd be great. And then you gotta do like sports ones. And you gotta oh, do, Jesus. You gotta, then you gotta do like game show ones. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, dude. Like for some reason, I remember Steve Harvey only having half a mustache for family. <laughs> I remember Steve Harvey being actually funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it's been a long time since 1999. But uh, like then you'd be like, you'd be like, oh dude, it was crazy. For some reason, I remember the Lions drafting Ryan Leaf. Ooh, <laughs> like shit cool. like that. Yeah, oh, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know what I'd do for you, Dion? What's that, buddy? I would make you forget that the Lions actually lost every game in that one season. I'd change the record <laughs> Dude, to show they won one you. game. Dude, thank you. That oh, that would God. be such a deep thing for you to do for me because that, that fucked me up. <laughs> I would uh I would probably erase erase Jimmy Kimmel from existence. That'd be that that'd be what I'd do. And that one's too big. That one's too big. No, it, no, no, no. But but you'd you'd be thinking would be like, oh she showed it come on tonight. Huh. Well, that's fine. I'll watch something else. <laughs> mm. We replace Jimmy Kimmel with world class bullshitters. There you hey, go. That's I'm fine. okay with that. We are tonight's <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> yeah, they're perfect. God damn it. Just, just, just erased from existence. Just done. Like, Never happened. This guy, Jimmy Kimmel, that was <laughs> like not very funny, but for some. And then he was fat for a little bit, but then he wasn't fat. Huh. He never was a thing, huh? Interesting. So, boys, <laughs> we yes. had him. Big jump in the comic. We're ninety nine percent of the way there. We're getting close. Dude, we, we're doing it. We're going to do it on there tonight. Look at that. I like it. We need to rate. We oh. need to have many backers to get to the goal. So right there, we're at thirty nine six eighty three of forty. And as soon as we pass that, it's bonuses and fun shit for the rest of the campaign. And we're not even at the halfway mark. So folks, what is this? Stealing Soul is the comic. It features us, the world class bullshitters. Yes. Us, drawn and written by me, with this cover of the Phantom Menace, painted by family. Uh, no, but painted. By- <laughs> uh, and this is a beautiful hand-painted piece in oil painting. You guys can get this as a cover of the book. You can get it as a poster, T-shirt, and also there are some trading cards that feature the Phantom Menace. So those are a lot of fun as well. And as we go further and further, here we go. Uh, we had a special uh, Nick and Kendo moment. So, what do you guys think is a uh, all right, Kendo, do me a favor. Without actually telling what's going on in the story, uh, meme yourself or dub yourself here. Like, what are you saying? Caption this. That's a big pair of titties. <laughs> yeah, there, all right, there we go. Oh, my God, look yeah. at the size of those tits. Yeah, they are. Dude, you know what we're going to do? We're going to cut out our the pictures of our faces. And we're going to say really, really ridiculous things and turn those into buttons. Oh, my God. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> That'll yeah, be DR. Yeah. That hundred percent. That's me. This will be my button right here. It'll just be me saying random shit in a very calm <laughs> voice, like Jim <laughs> Ram. God damn it! <laughs> uh, also, folks, uh, this was the High Council cover, the day one exclusive, which is available in some of the select tiers. I featured Jeremy, Ethan, and myself again with art by me. And uh, right now, we've just reached another goal. Not right now, excuse me. Tuesday night, uh, the magnet level. So you get a magnet for everyone that backs the book. Uh, you'll get free magnets as a thank you for everyone who uh, spread the word to help us, you know, make the campaign huge. So everyone got Cecil. Then they got Mecca. And this week, Mahler was unlocked. So uh, we're on our way. It's every hundred backers, a new magnet gets unlocked. And it, after that, becomes the Cecil magnet. Sorry, the Cecil enamel button. But, uh, you know. We got to move a lot of books and we're on our way there. So, folks, thank you for backing the comic Stealing Solo. Uh, you know, you guys want original, independent art and entertainment? Well, we said we'd make it and we did. So, uh, thank you.
Now back to the show proper, boys. We have the audience to take care of. So Joseph Bianowicz says, the spy who loved testicles, the man with the golden testicles. <laughs> Testicle <laughs> raper. From testicles with love. Oh, yeah. Testicle. Mm-hmm. From Russia with testicles. Yeah. Thunderball. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't that end at all. Tires, no change. Yep. No yeah. change. Honor, honor, honor Majesty's secret testicle. Ooh. Yeah. You only testicle twice. <laughs> yep. I would just like to cheat and change. After that, you need a nap. <laughs> um. What? What are the other ones? Testicles are forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, live and let testicles. Right? Yes, live and let <laughs> testicles. Uh, for your testicles only. The testicles daylight. Or now, the living testicles. How about octa testicles or testicles pussy? Like testicles oh. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys uh, heard about uh, Titty Pussy? Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? Okay, it's this thing that uh, Cecil showed me. It's this guy. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, this is taking a left turn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're going down a dark alley here. Yeah, we are. On air, I'm gonna have you guys Google it, but this guy's in a Zoom call and they're like, Do you have any complaints? And he talks about. Uh, how you should vote for Titty Pussy to be like class president and talks about all these wonderful things Titty Pussy doesn't do. And it basically calls out all these people. It's fucking hilarious. I got to get the link uh, a little later and share it with everyone. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, what, what are we doing right now? What oh, is happening? We're not going down that path. This okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I so- like I like Cecil, but damn. Yeah. Uh, oh, I backed Cash Grab because you get a Cecil mask. <laughs> i had to have it oh my god so to finish out the james bonds we have uh, a view to a testicle Mm. the living testicles as kendo said testicles to kill and then what the world the testicles are not enough yeah uh die another testicle yeah uh casino testicles or no testicles royale with cheese. I mean, yeah, testicle brown. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and no, then, no time to testicle. Yeah. Testicles of solace. There yeah. You go. yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Of all of all the Bond titles with testicles, it's the Daniel Craig ones that work the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> testicles of Easily. I mean, Quantum of Testicles is actually a pretty good one, too. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah. <laughs> um, primer. I love this one. No country for old testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Keller says Beverly Hills testicles. Sorry, Jeff. Doug, the fact that you apologized makes everything good. <laughs> Joseph Bienowicz has a great follow up about Where's Waldo. He says, Where's Waldo after Jason finds him in Manhattan? Oh. <laughs> oh, here's a good one from Doug Keller. Where's Waldo's gender? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says most. That's when, yeah, that's when that that, that that's after uh, Waldo goes to Brown for four years. I just want to read Waldo Brown's out at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Waldo? I don't know, man. He's got the stuff on him. <laughs> he's been doing, he's been doing too much Jankum. Guys, that's how you do a gritty R-rated reboot of Where's Waldo the movie. 
It's about going to a festival. Waldo's got the drugs. You gotta go. Where's Waldo? The whole movie is about that. Would be no. That's no. That's 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 good stuff right there. That's good. <laughs> that actually would make sense. <laughs> yeah, <it> would. <laughs> can anyone else pitch me how to make a Where's Waldo film? Oh uh, well, you you can also make a make a spy movie. Where's Waldo? Ooh, okay. I do yeah. like that one. Yeah, man. Like a Tinker told Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy type of like gritty realistic. Yeah. Tinker ta- ta- Taylor Soldier what Waldo? Yeah. We should have a bunch of W's and something something Walter Waldo's Wiener. That'd be a title. <laughs> Damn it. The weird world of Waldo's Wiener. Where's Waldo? That's a that's a that's a <laughs> that's a that's a, a late night show. That that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, it'll be on after Real Sex on HBO. Oh my god! But before talk sex with Sue Johansson. Oh geez, that's. <laughs> you remember that show? Unfortunately, yes. Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was during, it was during that 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 Thursday night, Friday night skinamaxing that would happen, like like at eleven thirty exactly. That's where a lot of people are skinamaxing around eleven thirty every yeah, night. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember those days. I really shouldn't have watched that show, but I learned a lot at a very early age because of it. So thanks, uh, God. I'm I, I'm I'm pretty sure my my parents regret it, regret having a VCR at that time because they could record a lot of weird shit. <laughs> You ever find the tapes years later and go, whoops? Yep, yeah, yeah I did. I actually actually did a few years ago, and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? What were the fuck? What were you thinking about, dude? I don't know, but like there was a lot of there was a lot of questionable shit on there when I was younger. I was like, God damn, I, I'm glad now, I grew up and got a little bit more sane and you know. Now remember, Nick, we don't kink shame here. Oh, okay. You can tell us what was on the tape. Oh no! No, it was just like real sex and like the fucking oh, okay. like, red food diaries and shit like that. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't anything like really, really. It wasn't anything like crazy. Weird. It was just those shows recorded on like an eight-hour tape, like and the and and it was it was a full eight hours. Just, just Kendo, like, you know why I don't what? believe Nick? Why? <laughs> I have it on good authority. He was watching the Bear Wench Project. I- <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, our friend TLJ Screwjob says, more disappointing sequel, Coming to America 2 or The Last Jedi? The Last Jedi, easily. Well, yeah. The Last Jedi. Well, The Last Jedi is heartbreaking. Coming to America 2 is disappointing. I I don't, I haven't changed my perception of Eddie Murphy. I've changed my perception of Star Wars because of The Last Jedi. Yeah. So right. it's not hyperbolic for me to say that movie changed my life in many ways. Oh yeah, I mean, it changed all of our lives. I mean, we thought we were getting something good, and you know, something that would make sense, and something that would, you know, last the test of time. But it hasn't, and uh, we were all, you know, we were all hor- horribly disappointed by it. Mm-hmm. Now, our friend El Gallo de Oro says, "Remember when DX, DX did blackface? Remember Katie Vick? Yeah, I do remember Katie Vick very well. Pepperidge Farm yeah. remembers. Yeah. Would you like to hear what Katie Vick is?" Be prepared. This is the worst reference. Is she is she quote unquote an accountant? No. Oh, dude, your your mind's about to be blown. Oh, yep. So, Strap in the in. year two thousand two, in two thousand two, Triple H was feuding with Kane, and so Kane wore a mask. He the story was he was burned in this funeral home fire. He had all this damage to his face. He was this mysterious monster. So the way Triple H wanted to get at him was he wanted to dig into his past. So what does Triple H do? He uncovers the history of the night that Kane killed his old girlfriend. So how does he react, or how does he do this scene? 
he goes to a funeral home dressed in a cane mask and a Triple H t-shirt, <laughs> gets aroused at the sight of the corpse of Kane's dead girlfriend, gets naked, climbs in the casket, has sex with Katie Vick's dead body, looks at the dead body, goes, oh, Katie, I screwed your brains out, and picks up a fake thing of brains. That is fucking real. Wrestling. <laughs> That's the story that happened on TV. Like that whole story. Yeah, happened. yeah, that was. <laughs> yep, that was broadcast and everything. Yeah, that yep. was on cable, folks. Let me just pull up an image for all. Oh God! <laughs> yes, please do. Oh jeez. Okay. I will say it, the, my favorite part of the whole vignette was the fact that he was wearing a Triple H shirt as if we wouldn't be able to figure that out, that it wasn't <laughs> actually Kane. So, yes, here it is, uh, Jesse. Look, this, it's just him looking at this mannequin in a casket. <laughs> Damn, and then man. earlier, he took the mannequin out. Vince McMahon. The real story Triple H Kendo, do me a favor. Tell Jesse the reason, like, how that went down. Because Triple H didn't want to do it this way, correct? Uh, It was Bruce. It was Bruce that didn't want to do that. Remember? Yes. It was Bruce Pritchard. Excuse me. So, do you remember that one or no? No, I don't. Okay, so Bruce... They were going to do this angle. They wanted to do a serious one and a bullshit one. And Bruce refused to do only bullshit ones. And Vince goes, look, I'll make you a deal. We'll film a bullshit one. Then we'll do the real one right after. They filmed the bullshit one and they left. So this is an epic episode tonight. We're talking about testicles and Katie Vick. Thank you for watching. <laughs> oh, my God. We you guys to get this trending. Go ahead and, uh, you know, link... Tweet the WWE with hashtag Katie Vick and a link to our, our show. Yeah. Let, now, y- y- you all include Peacock in there as well. We want them to know exactly what they fucking bought. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually something I'm okay if they cut out of wrestling history. <laughs> oh, I am too, but it's just funny. Oh, dude. You know what we should do? We should make our own video talking about what we hope Peacock cuts out of the network. You know, like Brock Lesnar versus oh, okay. WrestleMania 20. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. All all the sweet Saudi money manias. Oh my god. <laughs> they should have never went there. Nope. They should not. Don't have. they do, do, don't they owe them some more events or something? Yeah. Yes. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, travel restrictions, bro. <laughs> hey man, private jets exist and then they got the money for it. Oh, we know. Vit the last time they had a sweet Saudi money mania. The fucking roster got left on the tarmac and essentially taken sort of hostage by the uh, the, the the Saudi government while Vin fucking got on his private jet and got the hell out of there. Yeah, that's a true story too. Yeah. I, I 100% believe that because he's that kind of guy. He's like, sorry. Well, now John Balderdash has an excellent um, recommendation. He says, after last week's discussion, I would like to nominate George Romero as a patron saint of the channel. Cheers, WCBM. I'm entirely fine with that. I can dig that. I can. I loved him as Joker. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so oh my god <laughs> oh, darian two and seven says there goes the brawl and panty matches yeah Have we, 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 there hasn't been one in a while i assume yeah uh, no because over. they decided to take women's wrestling seriously okay did they though because i just watched alexa bliss fight randy orton okay and then a so turned up fiend pops out of the ground it looks like a burnt testicle yeah, yeah, I saw but, that. I saw the pictures of that, and he looked. Yeah, he looks fucking horrible. Okay, so they mostly tried to decide to take women's wrestling serious. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we have Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks, who says, "Where's Waldo and Amy Hammer's kitchen or Army Hammer's kitchen?" Ooh. <laughs> Somebody got it. Maybe, uh, maybe in, in pieces. In pieces. Oh, in pieces. Yeah. Oh, God. He's, uh, he's 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 on his dinner table with a nice Chianti. Mm. You know what it's like that scene in uh, the other Hannibal Lecter movie where the Ray Liotta's eating his own brain. Yeah, that is so fucked. Up. I remember that scene, man. That one, that uh, that was that was a weird scene, but it was it was uh, it was an interesting movie. Oh, Nick. Speaking of weird scenes and interesting movies, Jesse and I watched this film called The Ruins the other day. Okay, all right. I know. Okay, yeah, I, I know exactly what you watched. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that movie was fucked up and had these like killer plants, and they had to they had to break that guy's legs off. We had to look away. It was ugh. Yeah, yeah, the ruin, yeah, the the, the ruins was was a was an interesting movie because I remember I think my brother saw that and he told me about it and I watched. It. I was like, this is really crazy, uh, the way it works. It was yeah, it's 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 a damn good. It's a it's a it's a good movie. It's a it's a fun watch for sure. It was good and had a nice like twist ending. It was refreshingly different. Yeah, it was a little dark, which I like. Oh yeah, it was super dark, super dark. It was it was a lot. It was like a South American version of Frozen. It developed the characters <laughs> um, really well too, because right from the get go, there's the one character. I'm like, you are so annoying, and of course you're gonna be the one who survives. But by the end of it, I was rooting for her. like I was on her side. Yep. I'm like, oh okay, like, they did a good fucking job Amy. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Frozen Frozen is, is still is still a good movie. It still makes me cringe right to this oh, day. Yeah, it's I still good. Watched that not long ago. I love that one. So. Yeah, we watched Frozen. We should watch it annually. It's a good watch. And they both feature Sean Ashmore. We should do a double Sean Ashmore, double horror, double feature. We can watch also, There's also another one like that called Teristas or whatever, I think. I know that movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so terrible. It's hilarious. Yeah. We should watch that. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I think somebody got me like the, the unrated cut or something like that. It's not that much worse. It's just it, it, like it adds five minutes more to like to like blood and guts or whatever. That's it. Like wasn't that that much of a difference yeah this wasn't the found footage but i remember this one for sure because the or, the organ harvesting ring yeah that's what it was that's what it was it's got a hell of a cast i mean josh demel and olivia wilde back when they were nobodies Damn, they just dude. yep yep hey independent films for the win oh yeah low, low budget films for the win Speaking of testicles, you guys can probably still find copies of space 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 babes from outer space on the internet and there are testicles in that too Oh, I you know what? I don't want to get canceled off YouTube, but if I could, I would play the scene from South Park right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know up. oh, yeah. Uses them for a hippie hop. That was the best scene in like a decade when I saw that. Holy shit, that got me. Uh, Dylan Shepard, thank you very much. He says, I have a round WCBS. It's nice to see normal people enjoy and stay uncanceled. Well, thank you. Uh, we're, we're very normal. 
Yeah. That's, that's what we're known for. Yeah. <laughs> but no, honestly, joking aside, though, uh, Dylan, we appreciate that. Uh, boys, we will get around in person in September at Horror Hound in Cincinnati, Ohio. We will be there at the Sharonville Convention Center, the first convention appearance in over two years at that I point. know, man. I know. Yeah. So I think that's what, September 10th, 11th, and 12th, that weekend. So come hang out with us. It'll be... Uh, we'll be there. We'll be, you know, shaking hands and all that fun shit, signing stuff, whatever you guys want. I will have some merchandise too. Guys, it'll be funny. I could finally take the merchandise I wanted to make for last year for. <laughs> but, you know what? You know what? I I hope I hope uh, Pam Greer is there this year. I really do. I hope she's there every year because it's Pam Greer. Yeah. I recently watched um, Bones with Snoop Dogg in it. I'm sorry. And talking about terrible, terribly great movies. I would specifically ask her about fucking Bones. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she'd an- a- answer you honestly. I don't think she'd give give two shits. Yeah. I got an idea. Yo. This Halloween, double feature, Bones, Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> My man. My man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I depending depending on on where I'm able to go for Halloween this year, I might be. I might either be in Salem, Massachusetts, or in California, or maybe in Florida. I don't know. It all it all depends. If you end up in California, I'm going to see you, and I think Dion and uh, Kendo should come out for that too. Yeah, it it it, it, it all it 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 all really depends. It all really depends on like how many how many what I can do each weekend for like six weekends in a row. Like we'll we'll see what happens. Well, if worst comes to worst, Jesse is uh, friend slash offensing mom was one of the kills in Friday the Thirteenth Part. Nine. Jason goes to hell. Oh, so nice. if, if all else fails, I'll get you a, a Zoom call with her. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, Joseph Bianwich, thank you very much for both of your super chats. He says, Jeff, this is why I bought the old DVDs from the WWE when I could. I knew they would erase history. You know, Joseph, some of those DVDs sadly feature the most censorship because that was the era where they weren't allowed to say WWF. So you would get a lot of edits where it would go, The Rock is the champion! And it stuttered like that, and his theme song would stutter, and it would be really awkward. And then when you jump to the network, it's still there. So what I believe happened is they started to edit the master tapes back then, thinking, oh, we would never be able to say WWF, but then the fucking lawsuit changed and all this other stuff. So really, their back catalog has been a mess for probably 25 years. How do you lose a lawsuit to the World Wildlife Fund? How do you, how do, you do that? Yeah. Dude, the Ultimate Warrior called you out on that. Yeah, during his Hall of Fame speech, even I had to cheer. Like, you know, how how did you know what's whatever the legal guy's name, general counsel for WWF at the time? He's like, how? Oh, Jeremy Pivot. Yeah, how they lost to the Pandas, I'll never know. I'm like, that is a hundred percent. You had the you had the name longer, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I yeah, it's. It's 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 mind-boggling, really. It is. Good old WWE. Oh man. Um, uh, Doug Keller, we're gonna read that, but yes to both of those. So just let us get to that one directly, Doug. But I promise you, those are two films high on the list of things we want to. Uh, oh, okay, I see, I see it. I see it. So. Uh, we'll read a few more and then we'll get into our next topics. So Joseph Bianowitz says, Jeff, jo- Josh Gates is doing an expedition for the DeLorean with Christopher Lloyd. Yep. I heard about that. 
Oh man, I uh, I was at a convention next to him uh, in Kentucky years ago. Actually, I think it was in 2013, maybe 2013. Um, super nice guy, super super nice guy. Really tall though. <laughs> yeah. Nick, did you see the article that dropped? It's a promotional article, but Bob Gale wrote a book. It's called like the DeLorean Handbook. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a detailed like it's a detailed like owner's manual of like the DeLorean. <laughs> You, yeah, I haven't. I haven't saved it my. I haven't saved my Amazon wish list. Uh, I'm gonna order it here soon and get it. I bought uh, it today. Yeah, because I think I think it's hilarious, man. I was just like, this is what we need. I, I want. I want. I also want. An, I also want an old HG Wells one about that time machine as well. That's what I want. Well, the reason I brought this up isn't to sit and gush about Back to the Future. I want to make a point. Back to the Future is the perfect franchise. The way it's being handled. Yeah. No new movies. No bullshit reboots. No edits, no alterations, but new books, Blu-ray releases, 4K releases, re-screenings, press events, it gets treated with that, and every time Back to the Future comes out in the public, it's a big deal. The yeah. toys, everything. Back to the Future, to me, is the perfect property, not because it's my favorite movie, but because it's a classic franchise that knows exactly what it is, excuse me, exactly what it is, and if Indiana Jones could get their shit together over at Lucasfilm, Indiana Jones should be treated the same way. A book should be a big deal. Don't don't give us Indiana Jones five. The dude's old. Let him retire. <laughs> but put out games and move or TV, you know, specials and shit like that. Let Indiana Jones live the way that Back to the Future does. Yeah, man. That, yeah, I I, I agree one hundred percent. And um, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately now everything's about the money grab and about you know re, like restarting and rebooting and remaking and reimagining old IPs just because. They don't want to put uh, thought and money into something new and it fail and they have to, you know, take the L or whatever. But I don't know. It's just there's not enough cocaine in Hollywood is basically what I'm saying. There's not enough cocaine in Hollywood. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> there was in the 80s. And then. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> I still I still maintain that as, as, as a thing that made the 80s, the 80s movies and the 80s great was like cocaine. That's that's all we got all, all our all our cool shit back then, dude. If we got a documentary on that, I would love that to be the fucking like the point of the whole. Let's make it. Like, cocaine <laughs> was, yeah, was documentary. There was yep. there was there was a there was a, a, a what was it? It was a documentary about Tower Records and how good they did in the eighties, and they actually had it. I think in the in it was like it was some joke they made. It was like in their in the money they would you know have each week for their stuff, and they called it hand truck fuel. That was their like cocaine budget. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hmm. shit! Yeah. Hey boys, well, yeah, good news. What's that? We're moving even closer. Look at this, Jesse. Look how many. We're just a couple bucks away. Like oh, one back. Holy shit! Damn, man. So yeah, folks, uh, it's gonna happen on air tonight. I'm excited. That's true. Thanks to everybody oh for God, making this happen. This is exciting. This is really exciting. Now, our friend Darian Two One Seven says, "When is the Mortal Kombat live drinking stream?" Now, first off, Darian Two One Seven, you said the magic word, so I gotta press the magic button. <laughs> And I looked up the date. <laughs> Mortal Kombat drops on April 16th on HBO Max. Now, do you guys want to wait so it's out over the weekend and do a drunk watch party of the first one and the new one so we all experience it together? Or do we want to watch the first one and the second one before the, the new one comes out? Drunk like, and what? new. Drunk, drunk and new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, do, we, we do. Yeah, we, we do the 90s one and the new one at the same time. Okay. Then let's... Uh, let's pick a date because if that comes out on the 16th of April and that would be a Friday, 
do we want to try to shoot for the 17th? Is that something we can make happen? Do we have any plans on April 17th yet? Maybe. I thought that, that date might, might have... that Kim and Steven get out here. Okay. Well, the 17th, we'll figure it out because I'd like to do the 17th or the 24th. One of those days would be... When it's the newest movie out, I'd like to do it like that because we can get fucked up and watch Mortal Kombat. Oh! On the Twitch channel, the build-up, I'll play the Mortal Kombat games that are on the Xbox. <laughs> there you, there go. you go. There you go. Dude, I went a little too ham today. So they have a huge sale on Capcom games. Uh-huh. <laughs> on Xbox. So I was like, all right, what do I need any games? Well, I bought Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil 6, the Mega Man collection. Oh <laughs> Every Mega God, Man dude. game. <laughs> I went nuts on some of these classic Capcom games. I, I was nice. super excited. Yeah, I, I love how that's not happening on PS4 at all. I am so enamored by my Xbox right now. Uh, wanted to do it for the Twitch. Going to do more Twitch stuff with it for the WCBS stuff. But I found out that not having the last Xbox makes this one my favorite because I missed out on the last like eight years of content. And now this one can play that with all the new shit. So. Yeah, man. They're, 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 they're winning right now, so. I enjoy it. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll try to shoot for that weekend, Darian two and seven, because uh, it'll be the newest, hottest thing out there. So Salvador says James and the Giant Testicles. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a long late night for that poor kid. Ah, yeah. <laughs> did he put that's him in the microwave too? Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. Did oh. He put him in the microwave? oh. <laughs> I think Damn I downloaded Nintendo. the wrong version of this film. <laughs> he's trying, trying to get his, he's trying to get his, 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 his medical card. That's what he wants. Yeah, directed by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Don't I want to be able to fight the director afterwards. Listen, I, 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 would, I would love, I would love for you and Dion to, to, to tag team match him like hardcore. I would man. so actually be up to fight UA Ball. That dude is insane. He is insane. I would. Absolutely, fucking do that. That would be awesome. I'd love to. I'd love to fucking see that. We just go fucking. We go Dully Boys on his ass. <laughs> yes, we great. would. Dion, get the table. What's that? Oh man, because I, I know, I know, I know. I don't know. If, I don't know if he still fights fans, but he used to. So, <laughs> I mean, he's in his sixties now, so probably not. But goddamn it, I whoop his ass for free. Just <laughs> set it up. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the fight. And yeah, exactly. the <laughs> I'm going to punch him so hard. Yeah. So hot. Bison. Bison. Kick his ass so hard. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. I. I don't need Mortal Kombat to be great, but I really hope it is because I love Mortal yeah, Kombat. It just, I mean, I, 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 once again, I don't want it to be great. I just want it to be good and fun. Like, I almost want it to be bad because I want I want <laughs> you are bastard. I just want to have us to we need a 2021 Samurai Cop level movie. And oh, God. Holy shit. Well, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, they're I, the part in the trailer where they're like, oh, we, we got these tattoos, and, you know, like, oh, they, they look like a dragon <laughs> with a circle. I'm like, get fucked already. Oh. For Uh-oh. me, for me personally, that, that's already a spot where I was like, you, fact, you, you're already, you're already on the level of being really shitty in that, yes. like, already with that thing. 
And you turn Kano into a small ginger dude with a laser eye beam? Yes. <laughs> Fucking yes. Give me campy bullshit. He is, he is ginger Australian. <laughs> ginger Australian. Give it to me. Come on. Wait, hold on. Now, I... I don't know about you, but I like my Kano to be, I don't know, bald and eating your heart. Well, hey, I guess yeah, that's just me. That's, that's, no, I'm right there with you. Mortal Kombat 3 Kano might have been the only time he looked cool. Like he He's always been a goofy character in the actual games. He looks cooler in the fucking 90s movie. I agree. I think I actually feel bad for Kano when he's like, hey, give me a break. Okay. <laughs> Kills him. <laughs> Dude, like, you love to hate him. It's like He should have had a bigger role in that movie. Take his ass to Outworld. I agree. Uh, I also don't think you should have killed Johnny Cage. Nope. Agreed. 100%. You should have fucking paid that dude so he can be in the goddamn movie. So I'm just going to say it. The biggest missed opportunity was not casting Vin Diesel as Kano. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that still is... That's God, should have happened. Should have happened. Mm. Listen, he's worried about his family. That's why he didn't, 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 want, didn't want to do the movie. You know? Yeah, I can't let that shitty ride at Universal just rot. <laughs> I'm glad you wrote it and saw how fucking horrible it was, dude. It might be my favorite ride of Universal. It's it so, so, dude. Bad. It's so, it's so bad. That's exactly what I want this Mortal Kombat to be. I want it to be the fucking Vin Diesel Universal ride, dude. Oh my god, it's oh, and and like they they converted the earthquake ride, everything in the earthquake ride, to be. Uh, fast and furious, like even even the fucking track that you go on throughout the earthquake ride is just like you in this truck. It's horrible fucking GTA type like cartoon thing going on around you with like the Rock and Vin Diesel and Ludacris, and it's oh man, it's oh <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh jeez, fucking, we got the super trucks ready. We'll latch onto the buses. <laughs> on your way to the party, motherfucker. On your way to the party. <laughs> on your way to the party. What the fuck does that mean? That's oh man, it's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's it, it's fun shit. It's it's fucking crazy. It's family. It's Probably. it's something. It's something. <laughs> so the, I did mention earlier in the show, Winter Soldier Falcon. Dion, have you had a chance to watch it? Nick Kendo. I, I have not. Know. I'm gonna. No. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> burling through it this weekend. So it's pretty good. I really like it. Uh, nice. I don't have much to shit on. It's really, this is the show that Marvel should have put out a while ago. It's fun. It, it picks up where the good, okay, I'm just going to say it like this very harshly. There are a lot of good Marvel movies. There's only a few great ones, and there's a lot of dumb ones that people overlook because they make them laugh or feel good. Captain America movies have been consistently pretty damn good. Uh, the first one's fine. It is what it is. Then the second one might be the best Marvel movie ever. And the third one's pretty goddamn good, too. So Captain America has a good track record yes. on film. The Falcon and Winter Soldier picks up that thread very well. It feels like the same show. It doesn't feel like an Avengers movie where they're trying to make everything big. You know, you're following Sam around. You're following Bucky around. Oh, they run into Rhodey or this or that. And they're everyday lives. You learn about the Falcons, you know, his family's fishing boat and the domestic, the, the financial problems they have. And guess what? The cool part is the show ain't woke. It doesn't try to take any 2020 approach to being black in America. It's just a regular show, uh, how we all would expect it to be. And so the interesting part from all of this is, is how popular this show is. So I saw this article pop up. Uh, I got to get the exact 
uh, place who posted it, but it essentially said that the Falcon and Winter Soldier debuted higher in terms of numbers than WandaVision and The Mandalorian. So the show is a really big hit. I wonder if they've overblown numbers for other shows. Like, have we thought that these other shows were bigger deals or is this show truly that, you know, groundbreaking? Right. Right. It's a good question. I think it's obviously, especially when you come to Disney, you know, this is the same company that, you know, that oversaw uh, Captain Marvel. So it's not crazy to see that they would do a little bit of inflating of the digits. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. And you know these these being internal numbers, it's hard to it's hard to say if they're accurate, if they're real, or what they are. So you know, it's just it's I don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I saved a screenshot of the Facebook post, but it was linked to a website called Marvelous News, and I think they usually cover toys. I don't think they make up rumors like we got this covered and stuff. So, I mean, they've never been a bullshit site before. Right. Then again, what would one benefit from? making that up oh we cover marvel figures will will look better by comparison eh, not really wandavision i don't know this this show makes me think marvel has some life left in it not like enough that i'm gonna go yeah let me buy everything in theaters or let me go do everything forever like fuck the eternals but i like this show i'm in i'm on board and i will see this one through Hell yeah well yeah, i mean should- I, I i hope i hope the you know the first episode is how it's going to be all the way through and it's not going to like take a left turn at some point so in Albuquerque? Yeah. Yep. So, let's see. Uh, what else did we have to cover with that? Sorry, that was the one where I was like, oh, yeah, Winter's Falcon. Winter Soldier and Falcon. It's it's fun. Watch it. Like, there's really not enough to say. It. Oh, GSP comes back, Dion. I heard. I thought I heard some rumors on, uh, yeah, in, in various YouTube comments and on Reddit, man. I cannot wait. Yeah. I never thought I'd live in a world where Bartrock the Leaper got me excited. <laughs> Fucking worked. <laughs> hey, hey, man, as you get older, let's do it. So uh, let's not make the um, audience wait because we have to go back to Salvador's who said James and the Giant Testicle, which we did read, but there were more. Superman 4, The Quest for Testicles, which is, you know, the mo- <laughs> Okay, gross visual. Superman flies into the sun with the nukes, but instead of a sack of nuke, it's it's a sack of testicles, and he throws them into the sun. <laughs> Damn. End up like the fucking universe in Eon Flux or some shit. Oh, God. Fuck that movie. It's a terrible fucking movie. The show's good, though. Never watched it, but I heard it was good. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Uh... It's oh. not really worth... That's a terrible streaming service. Don't sign up for it. <laughs> oh, dude, I've heard... it. Dude, it's getting ripped apart on the internet man apparently they just it is there uh, the the i guess the clearest way to put it was it the app wasn't finished <laughs> which oh, is nice. in fucking sane that's no what it is happened. i mean look at look look what happened with disney they're like no we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do our our uh our vod thing right now right now they did yeah at least their interface was broken. apparently paramounts is just so fucked like you can barely search anything on paramounts Oh it's a black screen. That's so crazy. That's just so fucking crazy. I can't imagine how much money they paid for that. Well, I think they use the same template as HBO Max. They just do it poorly. Right. Like whatever third party built HBO Max, I'm pretty sure built Paramount Plus because it's the same setup. You know, Netflix has their exclusive um, 
you know, their their uh, exclusive version of searching. So I wonder if this third party has their own exclusive version, so a company can just outsource to them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, streaming services clearly are the future for all these places, but they're not taking enough time to digitize their content properly. The part that I can't get over with most of these places, Disney, HBO Max, is probably the least offensive of all of them. But they don't do anything with the content. They don't upscale it. They don't upconvert it. They don't treat it. They're like, well, we're just going to throw it on here. A lot of these classic cartoons from the 90s that we grew up with deserve a nice remaster because the shows we get, like all the DC cartoons, they look wonderful. They look beautiful. There's no reason Paramount, Viacom, whoever's in charge, Viacom, can't go back and say, let's remaster um, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, we'll go rescan them in. I know it costs money, but that's what your streaming service should be. The only place to get the best picture quality of all these classic shows. That is a selling point right there because I would say stay subscribed forever. If it's the only place I get classic Nick shows in high def. Yeah. Honestly, I would stay subscribed like I do to Netflix because the twilight zone and the power Rangers are there. Once they get rid of their shows or I lose the taste to watch them, which probably will never happen. Then I'd get rid of the service, but Dion, I can't stress enough. Do not waste a fucking dime on paramount plus like, I'll tell you what's on there and send you pictures. Don't buy it. Deal. I won't buy it, but I'm almost down for the pictures. Great! Yeah, just don't. So, uh, Sal also says, great time last night, Nick. Hashtag quarantined too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went a little hard in the pan. It was it was pretty spicy on there, on, on, Pete's, on Eat Up a Queen's channel, for sure. So, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. It was fun. Well, it's the place to be. Yeah, highly recommend everybody go go give him a sub. He's oh, real, he's real, real close to to a thousand. Yeah, and Clown World reviews just hit over a hundred yesterday. So shout out to oh, him! Oh, well. awesome, awesome. That's that's awesome. That's great, man. Yeah, he's uh he and Pete do uh, the Monday Night Raw show together. So nice. shout out to you, Tony. Congratulations, buddy. Ooh, Qui Gon's got a great, great question. Which is your favorite celebrity RKO? Mine's Hulk Hogan. May Young, a hundred percent. Um, didn't he uh, didn't he RKO Linda McMahon the one time or did he punt kick her no he punt kicked Vince yeah but he RKO'd Linda okay I'll take that one Uh, the time he RKO'd Stacey Keebler she was another wrestler um I guess I'll go with the Linda McMahon one too. Because anytime Linda. Oh, takes- no, no. I think um, fucking. And he ended up becoming a goddamn writer. Freddie Prince, that RKO. Oh, he gives God. Fifth RKO, dude. Yeah. I now, just think my favorite. Was- I was going to say, my favorite pedigree of all time is when Triple H was feuding with Stephanie and he gave her the pedigree outside on the table, put yep. her uh, titties popped out. Yes, they oh, did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that, that one. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. Uh, that was after the enhancements, too, so, you know. Yep. Protect those damn things, man. I mean, they protect you. They're like fucking cushions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Qui-Gon says, if tests from WWE RIP got stabbed by Sub-Zero's icicle, how many testicles would be squashed? Also, stop my skull shoot. Far too many. <laughs> All the testicles. All of them. I can't believe that was his fucking Jesse. This wrestler test the dead one that his theme song played yesterday. He had a manager who put all of his uh, 
his fans the testicles. Like, to all my testicles out there in the WWE. <laughs> that was fucking He's real. He's still dead. Damn. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, I've got Dion for three minutes. Three minutes away time. (laughs) You're still going. You're still going. Okay. I wasn't done. It's the full super chat, bro. Fucking beat the... Um, Airplane Helix 109 says, Good testicle hunting. (laughs) Oh, God. That just sounds like a really weird concept. Yeah. Uh, Master Clockwork says, baseball wrong. Man with four balls cannot walk. (laughs) (laughs) He can. He's just very careful. Dude, you know who used to pull those shitty jokes out were Dan, and they were really fucking good. He is delivery. It's just fucking fantastic. I can't wait to hang out with that fucking dude. Oh, my God. It's been years. I miss that dude. I have seen him more recently than you guys, though. Well, then in that case, fuck you. Yeah, well, you were busy over the summer. Nelson the Gentleman says, Jeff and Dion, uh, where are we going? Uh, oh, God. He says, where are you going to the clan meeting? Just kidding. Well, uh, we will be on our way never. Damn. That's a, yeah. okay. Where do we go from here? <laughs> Nowhere but up because we have now hit rock bottom. Yeah, anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a great screen name. I'm a unicorn. Says the hunt for red testicle. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Yakase says the testicle strikes back. Um. Oh, Doug Keller. Thank you, John Carpenter's in the testicles of madness. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Isn't in the mouth of testicles? That'd be a, a much different movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, TLJ Screwjob might have taken the game and twisted it a little bit, but hey, I don't care. TLJ Screwjob says, big sperm and little testicles. Throw the testicles from the train. Schwarzenegger, the testic- <laughs> the testicular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. Oh man, greatness! I mean, greatness is what ha- is what's happening right now. <laughs> fucking tweeter trash, testicles not included. <laughs> Sorry, Jessica <laughs> Tandy, two downs. Woo! All right, yeah. classic actors. You ever seen that real movie, Kendo? Even if so, do you like it? Which one? Barry's not included. Yeah, uh, I saw one as a kid because. I thought it was like uh, the Johnny Five movie, uh, <clears throat> Short Circuit, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this will be cool." Got like these little flying machines. This is awesome. And I just remember watching this being like, "What the?" Yeah. Um. The first time I saw that movie, I had rented two films from the library, that and Ghostbusters. And my mom's like, "Oh, I've watched Ghostbusters before. Can we watch uh whatever?" Uh, batteries not included. I was like, "All right, mom." That movie fucking sucked about those old people and <laughs> one never came back and they're all sad and mopey, this little alien thing. Yeah. <laughs> when I turned on Ghostbusters, my life changed. I hated that movie so I hated it. Oh my god. Oh, dude, 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 my, my my it was one of those movies my little brother kept renting all the time. No. And because of him being my little brother, he would always get his way and we'd always fucking watch that movie. So I I too fucking hate it. I know, yeah. I I know it to a T. I know what happens to it because it was burned into my memory as a, as a child. So yeah, I fucking hate it. It's dumb. 
I thought it was going to be a fun, cool movie with robots. It was not. (laughs) No. Poor bastard. Oh, you want to hear one other time I got honey dicked with a movie? Yeah. Serial Mom, the John Waters movie. My mom didn't know what the hell it was, so she rented it. And she's like, oh, we'll watch this movie Serial Mom. It's going to be great. I was like six years old. I'm like, why the hell did you rent a movie about Kathleen Turner murdering everybody? <laughs> By the way, uh, Matthew Lillard is in that movie and he works in the video store. Uh, and Serial Mom or this? It's Serial Mom. Okay. I was like, I didn't think he was in Better. He's not included. No, he's not. Thankfully. Never need to watch it for any reason. Mm-mm. Uh, F it couldn't think of a name says the dark testicle starring my black ass. <laughs> we also have primer who says testicles of steel. Mm, All right. Yeah, I can dig it. Can you? Uh, can you man? says <laughs> no shit. Uh, Quite God says he man <laughs> the testicles of the universe. <laughs> yes. Yep. He man the masters of the testicles. Galactic yep. dude says, "Dude, where's my testicles or big testicles in Little China?" There you go. Yep. <laughs> Doctor Coffinales joins us. He says, "Crouching tiger, hidden testicles." Nice. Yep. <laughs> Crouching I testicles, think... hidden dragon. Oh, you know what, boys? I think we can go in the Guinness Book of World Records tonight. What makes you say that, buddy? We are the podcast where the word testicles uttered the most times in a single episode. I would like to submit that for a record tonight. No other podcast has said the word testicle more times than we have. And we're not even like a sex ed podcast or like a crime podcast. (laughs) Hey, man, you know, (laughs) you got to get in the book for something. All right. Hey, it's a start. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah. It's all I ask. It's, you know, it's a jumping off point. It's like the Patty's egg. So, uh, let's see. We also had uh, God, the testicle talk. We have Dr. Strike. Joseph Yanowicz says Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Testicles. Oh, God. I gotta read these in order, but God damn it, F it couldn't think of a name. <laughs> You're really good at this one. Our buddy Darth Fatass is back. He says Falcon and the Testicle Soldier. <laughs> That'd be a much different film or TV show. I don't think yes. that could be on Disney+. Plus. Captain America, Testicles War. <laughs> How about civil testicles? Mm. Civil testicles. Or at least they're like, nice. Testicle versus testicle. It's a story of the separation trial. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man uh, just, far from testicles. Oh. <laughs> the amazing testicle man, too. <laughs> That'd probably been a way better movie. It is. <laughs> I still want to keep Andrew Garfield and Paul Giamatti. Dude, Paul Giamatti's the amazing testicle man. Oh my god, uh, yes. 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 <laughs> it's Paul Giamatti. If anybody Giamatti. can pull it off, can. Oh, with a soundtrack by Billy Joel. I mean, if you got to look like a testicle, why not have a guy that looks like one too make the music? Oh, Dar- uh, Rocky, the intergalactic woke slate, says Simple Zack is the anime sexual version of Michael Bay. Mm. <laughs> oh god. I just, I just like a good burn on Zack Snyder. Adam Walker says, Bay. you want to hear a good burn on Michael Bay? Yes. Michael Bay. His movies yeah, are shit. Good job. They are. 
Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, no, the seventh guy was the only one born with the testicles. Sorry. No, the seventh guy <laughs> was only born with the testicles. But here's one for you. The call of Cthulhu's testicles and the madness in your pants. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Does Cthulhu only have two? Never mind. I don't care how many he has. <laughs> I think he can have exactly. as many testicles as he wants. How many testicles is too many testicles, Gendo? I don't know. I've never thought about having more than two. Yeah, two's enough. Zach Z says, last one for me. Dude, where's my testicle? <laughs> Hopefully in your pants. Yeah. Adam Walford says, the bride of the testicle in the mouth of testicles. <laughs> testicle crash. The Highlander, the quickening testicles. The fast and the testicles. Testicle busters. Ooh. <laughs> a lot of testicles. There's yeah. more. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says testicle jam. Michael bounces up for the slam dunk. Mm. <laughs> Again, that'd be a much different film. Yeah. TLJ Screwjob also says, "See Robot Head's review of Chaos Walking." There's Chaos Walking yet? No, I have not yet. Um, I am a subscriber of Robot Head. I'm a big fan of his work. It's uh, been a minute since I've checked out one of his videos, though. But I will. Brandon T says, hey, guys, my girlfriend's mom has a small business. She needs some help winning a business competition. I shared it on the main page. Vote for the score, the scone goddess. Thanks, brothers. Well, Brandon, a baked good is a very important noble cause. So scone goddess gets a thumbs up from me, too. <laughs> you guys like scones? Yeah, hell yeah. A nice cranberry. <laughs> Fuck you, shit pancake. <laughs> He's not cranberry. Thanks, asshole cat. Yeah, Dion, I never want you to meet Chip Pancake because he'll just I think he'll try to push you off a surface. <laughs> he's like this small, cute cat who's adorable and shit, but he's just the worst. He's like, I need to lay down here, fuck you, and just plows through everything. I lost a pair of shoes essentially to him. He dumped a water into it and it got funky. So thanks, Chip Pancake. Doug Keller says, restore the R-rated version of Venom. Ooh, yeah. The regular version of Venom. It's not too bad, man. I liked it. You know, the ending's a little crazy, but I liked it. Uh, Wheezy Bird says, are y'all going to cover Amazon's Invincible? I do want to check it out. I haven't read enough of the comic to have an opinion on the series. So, eventually I will check it out, Wheezy Bird, and when I do, I'll bring it up on air. TLJ Screwjob says, that's no moon. It's a testicle. Hashtag Darth Testicle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dylan Shepard says, 639th backs have a tip. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Dylan Shepard, for being the 639th backer. I appreciate uh, that very much. Uh, we're moving up, folks. We're going to hit that number tonight on the show. So uh, let me drop the link again for those who don't know. Stealing Solo is available now. The cover from Anna, that Star Wars girl. Only available till May 2nd, and then it goes away forever. SHRebels08 says, It rubs the lotion on the testicles or it gets the horse again. I don't like it. Okay, so the SS, Super Smash Brothers candidate says, Howdy, Jeff. Is Please Rewind AK Pat banned for his joke? He really is a nice guy, but not sure why people took his joke the wrong way. Well, Pat from Please Rewind has always been nice to me. I don't know his joke, so he's not banned from anything I'm involved with. Uh, I think he was on a stream or two. He may have even been on a high council a long time ago. 
But overall, Pat was a very cool dude to me. So I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, he hasn't been banned from anything I'm involved with. So I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, Joseph Bienowicz, uh, thank you very much. Oh, where did it go? Uh, let's see. Crap, it jumped up. Uh, testicle talk. There we go. Where's Waldo while he's trying to find Carmen San Diego somewhere in the world? Cause, why? Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs> there, hey, there you go. There's a there's a rom com you can make. Where's Waldo? Like, you know, where's Waldo trying to find Carmen San Diego? There you go. Speaking of a fucking franchise matchup. Yeah, there you go. So now that Kendo's back, uh, have you guys heard all this IMDb talk about us? Uh, no. What what happened? I think somebody on IMDb is trying to cause dissension in the fandom menace by claiming that Jeremy is our boss. So, <laughs> um, and I'm like, yo, motherfuckers uh, no. know that we are not associated with them. That's a joke. Uh, no, seriously, it, it doesn't bother me because they don't put that on there. Like, that's not Jeremy saying I'm your boss. Like, that's not how anything goes down. So why would I even be bothered by it? It's a bunch of people just trying to piss us off. Oh, we're going to say this person's in charge and all shit. Look, kiss my ass. I don't care about these things. <laughs> harder. All right. Oh, my God. They're on IMDb. Who gives a shit? We're on IMDb. They're not. So thanks. We're all yeah, on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and also, like, any, any jackass with an internet connection in five minutes can be on IMDb. I'm just saying. Yep. I know, I know a lot of actor friends in Atlanta who have who have had their their video friends make fake movies and fake posters so they could have stuff on their reel. Like it's a common thing. I'm not on IMDb. Well, no, you know not. what? Because somebody made the thing for like the show and it's got you guys, but I'm not on it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, you know what's fucked up? It's got <laughs> when it's got the cast. Dan's on there. Got canceled for being white. Uh, let's see. It says series directed by Jeff Hicks, and then it's got Tom, Mecca, Cecil, Jeremy, and Ethan, written by Robert Meyer Burnett. When did he write an episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 once again, anybody can do this. Anybody can fucking do this. Okay, Kendo, I'm, gonna... I'm trying to get mine taken down because I have legitimate credits on my IMDb page. I'm like, I need this stuff to go away. Dude, Chris Gore is credited to World Class Bullshitters. <laughs> awesome. But Kendo, I'm sorry, you're not credited on here, but guess who has their own IMDb page? Uh, you? Well, yeah, but I'm not here to, like, go, look what I got. <laughs> Cecil! Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Not even a real person! Cecil the Ninth. Cecil is a producer and writer known for Cecil Says, That Star Wars Girl, and Comic Artist Pro Secrets. <laughs> Apparently Cecil produces Ethan now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I just love that when you go to Cecil's IMDb page, it's just a giant picture of a guy with the word dick across his head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's right here on screen for all to see. I feel like whoever's going there to edit that stuff is so like IMDb, like a Wikipedia for movies now. Essentially. Except like when Wikipedia was new and anybody could write anything on it. (laughs) This just makes me laugh because I know some people are like, aren't you guys upset? No. 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 It, thanks for all the free attention. You know, I love the Reddit posts all talking about us. It was interesting. Jesse and I were sitting around here the other night. We're looking at the comments. We're like, why did it jump up so much? And then Anna's like, did you see that Reddit post? I'm like, no. So thanks, Reddit <laughs> post. Thanks for all the extra books sold. That's why in less than four weeks, halfway mark of the campaign, we're sitting at 99% completion because of people like you. So thank you so much. 
And thank you, IMDb. <laughs> now, please, IMDb, when you credit it, credit me as the Jeff Hicks because my ego is large and massive. <laughs> but yeah, this this kind of stuff just makes me oh chuckle. God. There is no reality where we're writing our own IMDb pages. We don't. This is the thing. Like, <laughs> we don't look at our shows as like a chronicle thing. Now, the World Class Bullshitters podcast is chronicled on like actual podcasting platforms. Yeah. But like, do they chronicle other podcasts on IMDb? Because it's the Internet Movie Database. We're not a movie on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Like, yeah, apparently somebody put us on here and like we're a show or something. It's like, once again, this is this is somebody with the, inter- with the internet connection in, fi- in five minutes of time. Like, this is really easy to do. Uh, folks, if you are really good with IMDb, can you write me as, in as a producer on like Star Wars or something? Like, <laughs> you should put my name on the Last Jedi so everyone can blame me for how. Oh bad God, it. please do that! Please do that. We we made the Last Jedi. We hired if Ryan. You, if you do do that, please send us screenshots. He said, "Do do." I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dion. Oh, I love you, man. Uh, Doug Keller says, "Testicles of the lambs." Mm. Uh, uh, Doug Keller also says Friday the Thirteenth. Jason takes testicles. Nice. That'd be a different. That'd be a different movie. Very different I'm movie. Sure he's take, he took that guy in Part Three's testicles, the one that was walking on his hands. That's true. He did. Uh, Doug Keller also says King's Women, the secret testicle. So it's the Crying Game Part Two. Yeah, apparently. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, okay, Event Horizon can't have a director's cut because the movie was filmed in film and none of the negatives exist, but the actors have said the Hell Dimension scene went on longer. Adam, I've heard a lot about the other version of the film that's on like a VHS tape with all the extra violence and shit because wasn't the, or weren't the negatives stored in some salt mine under a city or something and they got the story. Like, that's the story they tell. <laughs> and a salt mine underneath the city, good God. <laughs> I mean that's where that's where like the isn't that where the I mean the um library of film and stuff is is in a salt mine so I'm, they're just conflating their fucking information. Jeez. Dion, I think we should move the production of this show to a salt mine. I agree, under a city please. <laughs> yeah, in a van down by the river. In a van. I thought you were going to just making sure you're still awake. Uh, so, uh, Anna's got red hair in her picture. That's kind of weird. Doug Keller apologizes in advance. He says, black testicle moan. <laughs> Why would you apologize, Doug? No. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Doug Keller also says, in living testicle. <laughs> you know, even craft, uh, I like yours a lot. He says, so WCBS, lots of testicle movie titles in chat. I think the best one I came up with was Invasion of the Testicle Snatchers. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, YMMV, though. Dude, Invasion of the Testicle Snatchers is perfect. It sounds like a film you don't want to watch on a Sunday afternoon with your grandma. <laughs> Doug Keller also says, world-class bullshitters do commentaries for the Warriors and Vampires Kiss. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, that's doable. That's very, yeah. very doable. It is. It's just gonna happen. It's not even like, oh, we'll do it one day. Uh, we'll do both of those films. Oh yeah. Sure. yeah. The Warriors is amazing. Vampire's Kiss is a movie. E Tip of Queen's place to be reviews. What's up, dude? He says, "Hail, gentlemen. 
I come in and you're talking about wrestling and it's the topic of censorship. There goes over half of the business's history. You're right, Pete. Um, yep. <laughs> sorry, I my brain started to go back to Wayne's world where he's like, yes, it is, Pete. It's also the only city to elect two socialist mayors. All this shit. <laughs> sorry, my brain went right to that. Um, Wayne's yeah. testicles. <laughs> or testicles world. Party on testicle. Party on testicle. But yeah, there goes half the business history. What about, where do they draw the line to? What about a wrestler like Tatanka or Chief J Strongbow? You know, right. or you have uh, well, Santina. Wrestling. What? I said Tatanka was actually part Native yeah. American. Chief J Strongbow was definitely not. Well, that's what I was trying to get at, though. Are you going to oh. say, well, you know, oh, we got to cut out other nationalities playing other nationalities because that's where Santino comes in. He's a uh, Canadian dude playing this fictional Italian. Uh, Kofi Kingston used to be from uh, Jamaica, even though he's really from Ghana. They thankfully changed. Well, not thankfully. I liked Kofi Kingston either way. I don't give a shit. Uh, the, the point is, there's so much shit that Paulo you can't. Cruz is now Nigerian. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell was that? I don't know. I really don't know. He has an accent now. He's like, stop eating my sesame cakes and all that shit. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Uh, Commander Ed Straker of Shadow says, hey, great Halloween doubleheader. Blackula and Scream, Blackula Scream. P.S. Walker says, I have a case of Mortal Kombat. You know, <laughs> well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> Walker told me I am. Hey, Blackula and Scream, Blackula Scream. I don't know. Let's. I've seen that clip. I don't know how many times and laughed at it every time. But here's the part that now it suddenly bothers me. The part where he actually says Walker tells me I have AIDS. The camera immediately pans to Walker who smiles. I edited it that way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because I was about to say that is fucking horrible. Okay, I'm glad it was edited that way because I was gonna. I was like, you know, I've never noticed that before. Why would he smile about a little kid telling everybody he has AIDS? That's just awful. Yeah, what? Chuck Norris would never do that. But I wouldn't I would. think so. Edited. They- <laughs> hey, boys, we got one more backer. Look how close we are oh, now. Oh shit! Holy shit! Yeah, it's happening. I'm dropping that link again, folks. Uh, get trading cards. Oh, no, no, no. Are you, are, you, are you doing it to Twitter or just the, the chat? I'm doing it to the chat right here. You, okay. I, I, already, I, already, I, already, I already did it to Twitter about a few minutes ago, just so you know. So Perfect. Thank you, sir. Buy it. Everybody buy it now. Multiple Comic copies. Give, give 10 to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> I picked up... Uh, so... I had an interview with the guy. His name's Oz. We'll just call him Oz. Uh, he was the writer of the first comic that I, well, we'll call it the second comic I worked on because technically I worked on this book called The Day the Cat Got Shot, but nothing really came of it. Um, I was in the promos. I drew the pages. I got paid. It was cool, but the guy never really pieced much together. But this Oz book um, just hit print. It's that book that I promote in the back of Stealing Solo. So I bought 10 copies of it. So I'm going to give you guys each a copy. It's it's my old work, and I'm so excited by it because I, dude, I drew this shit. Uh, actually, Nick, you met this guy. Remember the dude that hung out with us at Fandom Fest down in Kentucky? Yes. And he comes up and he he brings me this check, and we're talking about this comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I just got that. Uh, speaking of which, I, I think that event is coming back uh, very soon. Oh, Fandom Fest. Yeah. <laughs> 
We should ironically steal it and call it Fandom Menace Fest and just hosted it at like a Denny's or something. <laughs> <laughs> the real thing is hosted at a shopping mall. Well, that was that was the last time that they had a convention. They they changed it from downtown downtown um, Louisville to um, to a shopping to it like an abandoned shopping mall. Like like I think a month before it was supposed to happen or something like that. And it was oh man, it was a wonderful wonderful shit show. Oh man. Nick, when it returns, we will not go. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh God! And that, like, it, it's it's one of those conventions that oh, I I always did, and all there was always a problem, always controversy. It always and it always. I, I think it had it on it, it it had it on Reddit group for like the longest time about people who like just didn't get their money back and who were unjustly shit on and just all kinds of things. Man, it was it was great. Um, and then they didn't happen for a, th- a few years. And I think the guys are going to bring it back, which is, is, is a bad idea because the, inter- the internet's forever. So I don't know. I remember the Facebook group. That's the one I couldn't stop reading. Remember dude, we was, before, like, do you see this post? Do you see this post? We were talking so much shit, dude. It was, uh, it was, it was great. It was so great. But um, yeah, apparently that guy just wants to bring it back because uh, I guess he's harder for money or something. So. Every business venture, I wish nothing but the best. So, good luck, sir. That's all I can say. Good luck, sir. Yeah, do it better this time. Yeah, I mean, he's always, he's always, he's always at um, Horror Hound out in the lobby with his little fucking spinning wheel. So. Don't you love how at Horror Hound they keep fucking around with us? We're like, where's your table at? Like, we never get a stolid. Dude, the last, the, 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 one in, the one in Indianapolis, we, we, it was like four times that it changed the table or whatever, I think. Yep. yep. And then they, they put us in the back, the back of this one area, and then they put us back the next, the Saturday, they changed us well, to the middle gave of our, the, Yeah, they gave our spot to someone else the second day. Yeah, and I was just like, what? Was like, just, and I, I, I swear to God, the only convention I've been to, I think it was twice, that has actually got their shit together, it was, I think it was Scarefest in uh, not Louisville. It was um, some other fucking town in, in Kentucky. But they were the they they were the best because you would drive like the, they would email you a time to drive in. It's like come in between this time and they'd give you like thirty minutes to do it or whatever. Like come in, um, you know, get here, park your car, and they'd have everything parked. They'd have a bunch of people around. It's like okay, and they they'd have people come and take your you know help you take your stuff to your to your table. Take your stuff to your table, uh, and they'd be like, "Do you, do you need help setting up?" It's like, "No, we, you know, we'll, we'll do it in like five minutes, or whatever. Do it and then leave." And they were the, they were the most organized, the best at constantly checking on you when you were at the convention, and it was just a great, great one put on. I think the woman who was the woman who owned it uh, fucked it up because she's like, she wanted to make more money, so she started firing people. Ugh. And you know, I think yeah, I, I did. It, I did. It, I did it for two years, and the third year I didn't do it. And um, because the, the the people I'd met uh, who were helping out with it left, and they were they got fired because the woman wanted to keep more money, so she just started firing people all the time. And it's like this is a really good convention. It's really well ran. You could you could have gone big with it, like over you know over the years. But no, you wanted to be greedy. So hey, boys, we got one more. We're in the final stretch. Look at this. Oh gym. shit, dude. This is- yeah, nine twenty five, nine twenty five, thirty nine, nine twenty five. One person backs the featured one. We're there. So, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Ah, this is so exciting. Uh, you're gonna be sitting there refreshing, aren't you, while yeah. the show? <laughs> yeah. uh, Yakase says, "How the Grinch stole testicles." Ah! 
<laughs> now that's a Dr. Seuss book they can't print anymore. <laughs> that's why Shit, man. I also am a personal fan of the sequel, How the Testicles Stole Christmas. That would be a much more interesting sci-fi film than anything it's, else. It's a little more bizarre and absurdist. But, Attack uh, of the Killer Testicles. <laughs> it's like oh, my God. Tinted tomatoes are just a ballsack. <laughs> listen, listen. George Clooney still has to be in that one, though, okay? What about the testicles before Christmas? Ooh. It's like the, 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 the death wiener. Oh. Remember the Death Wiener? From your show? Script that we're oh, yeah. Jesse and I got drunk and wrote a script called Death Wiener. It yeah. was drunk, right? We weren't. I think we were still drinking. Is that when we drank still? Yes. The ideas that come up nowadays are much better. I think Death Wiener still is a lot. Of oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean that. I just like for me in general. Like, I came with bullshit when I was drunk. Uh, <laughs> Doug Keller. I can't believe we forgot this title. The Testicles of Riddick. <laughs> uh, Stephen Kraft says Stealing Soul, the Snyder Cut, same book but in black and white. Yeah. Uh, that can be done. <laughs> that can be done very easily. Right. Oh my god, that's what that should be a new park, Jeff. The the, Sny- the Snyder Cut of <laughs> of Stealing Soul. Just release a black and white version for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Uh, we can, we could. I don't know why not. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> because I have taste, unlike Zach. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're not um, simple. No. Uh, you know, speaking of having taste, I found out Loudy had COVID, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bad for him. I like. I felt so bad because it's like. We knew about it. We checked in on him, and then like everyone got busy. Like two weeks later, like, oh, how you doing, man? He's like, I'm still feeling bad. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I dropped yeah. the ball, dude. Sorry. That's what happens. You go around licking toilet seats. <laughs> that was. Hey, Dion, do you think Nicole got COVID? Definitely. You think she still pulled out her pubes for a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's the experience. It's all about yeah. the experience. College, man, I miss it. A TLJ Screwjob says, from Death Valley, the testicle taker. <laughs> oh, God. The under oh, testicle. Yes. I'm a unicorn. Testicle. Testicle. Oh, testicle. Instead of saying testify, my brother, testicle, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a unicorn, says testicles in Toyland. Holiday <laughs> favorite around these parts. Glad you celebrate Keanu. A Keanu Reeves classic. Yeah, I'm there for Phoebe Cates, but hey, Keanu's pretty good. <laughs> uh, this might be the best one from a, a while. If it couldn't think of a name, says Operation Testicle Drop. Oh, <laughs> that's creative. Oh god, that that fucking movie. Speaking of creativity, our buddy Adrian Vergara. This is not a testicle title, but this might be a title of something in the future. Dion Green in My Black Ass, The Legend of the Honey Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in. Oh, geez. Uh, Dick and Snyder, no. No one has done a fistful of testicles yet. I can't believe that no one's done a fistful of testicles. Both to your question and to the uh, in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Ray, thank you very much, says Full Metal Testicle, Mr. Testicle Goes to Washington. Thanks, guys. Great show. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Rocky the Intergalactic Woke Slate says, Early in my life, I got honey dicked by Kangaroo Jack. 
Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> the reason I couldn't realize it was honey dick is because it was literally a pot of honey. I'm like, yellow. Oh, honey dick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did it cross it? Oh, I thought you were looking. Oh. Uh, Yakase says, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Testicles. Oh, God. Uh, Another uh, different, way different movie. That is a way different movie. I don't think Hermione Granger would have consented to be in that one. <laughs> the Smash Brothers can- Super Smash Brothers candidate says, because if we go with Please Rewind's joke, we could say that Polly from Rocky is also a pansexual because he was never seen around women and programmed the robot into his waifu. Uh, Ernest goes to Wakanda. <laughs> oh, my God. They There is an Ernest Goes to Africa movie, so they kind of already did that one. Yeah, they did. Next February, boys, we're going to watch it. <laughs> Uh, com- wow, okay, I'm glad I read this one properly. Commodore Stargazer says, Battle Beyond the Testicles, the great testicle detective. <laughs> That's a good one. How about we take the HBO show True Detective, make it you know True Testicle, and it's like a, a gritty, hard-boiled crime drama about <laughs> testicle on the beat. Crimes against testicles. Crimes against testicles. Testicles against humanity. <laughs> or Another way different game. Yeah. A much better game, in my opinion. Uh, Joseph Yadovich says Zack Snyder was one of the guys from the back corner DVD store, 90s. You know what I'm talking about? In Bill and Ted's excellent testicles. Jamaram. I could see Zack Snyder as the, 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 if Randall Graves got a foothold in Hollywood. Well, no, that's too mean to Randall. Randall might have made a, well, no. He's a berserker. Yeah. His love for you is ticking clock. Also, we did get a Jamaram from our buddy. Jamaram! There you go, sir. Uh, let's see. We have a few more left, folks. Uh, Joseph Fiorowicz, thank you very much. Uh, Rocky the Imagin- Rocky the Intergalactic Woke Slate says, Heard from the fan theory of Event Horizon being a prequel to Warhammer 40k universe? It says that humanity is the first venture into the warp. Under the wrap. I have heard that before. I think we've discussed it on the show. We have. The, the director says that it isn't, but, but he's a self-admitted huge Warhammer 40K fan. So I, 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 I live in the world where it is a prequel, for sure. Now, yeah, I, I, and actually Dion got the Blu-ray recently. Yes, I did. From Shout Factory? Yeah, man. Oh, yep. That's what we call Nick now. Shout Factory. Hey, Shout Factory, I need a copy of Halloween 3. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Joseph Yadowich says, Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate testicles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. Yakase says, Testicles 2, the new batch. <laughs> oh, my Damn. God. TLJ Screwjob says, For a few testicles more. Yep. A few uh, TLJ testicles. TLJ Screwjob also says, Rambo, last testicle. <laughs> that dark-ass movie. Oh. So, we have reached, I think we reached the end of the Super Chats. There are a shitload of them. All talking mm-hmm. about testicles. Ball talk. Really, ball talk, yeah. Uh, there was other stuff written into the script, so let's see. I can stop saying the word testicle for a moment. <sighs> Are you guys excited about WrestleMania, or do you think it's a lost cause this year? Lost, lost cause. cause. Yeah. The matches are shit. Yeah. yeah. They're really bad. 
Uh, let's go over these briefly because, yes, folks, we are going to be – next week is going to be an interesting show because next week is April Fool's Day, so it'll be a fun one. You don't want to miss out. But it's also going to be the 20th anniversary of WrestleMania 17. So at the end of next week's show, next week's show will be about whatever, you know, the normal stuff. Don't worry, it's not going to be a wrestling show. But at the end, we're going to dedicate the last couple of minutes to WrestleMania 17 because Dion, Kendo, Nick, it's one of the best shows ever. And mm-hmm. we all watched it. We all love it. And it's it's cool that I can say 20 years ago on this date, I was watching something that changed my life. And then 20 years later, I'll be doing something even cooler that changes my life. So next week is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and uh, you know what the best part is? Next year, WrestleMania 38, back in Texas. If you listen to WrestleMania 17 oh, closely, the Iron Sheik is walking to the ring. And Bobby the Brain Heenan says, man, the Iron Sheik's walking so slow. He'll be, by the time he gets to the ring, it'll be WrestleMania 38. So, Dion, it was a joke, but WrestleMania 38 returns to Texas. So maybe the yes. Iron Sheik will finally have made it to the ring. Can't wait. So, uh, briefly, the night, the stuff we have for WrestleMania, we have Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. I hope Bianca Belair wins. She should. We have Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the championship. That That's could a be first night That could be decent. I like Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And then Bad Bunny versus The Miz. That's yeah, just that stupid. The next night we have Roman Reigns versus Edge. Um, maybe I mean, his, right? His Edge's Randy Orton match was just so bad. Now, isn't Daniel Bryan gonna get like folded into the mix somehow? Yeah, yeah that's what they're angling towards. Yeah. And then we also have Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. That'll be awesome. That'll be really, really good. And yeah. then. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Again. I am so excited. I hate The Fiend, man. I like Bray Wyatt as a wrestler. He seems like a decent dude in real life, but fuck The Fiend. Oh, how can you like it? It's so dumb. It it used to be really good, and then they ruined it. Right. Obviously, early Fiend was good, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm digging this whole Burt thing. It's, it's, it's the craziness that we need to counterbalance this fucking... You know, relevancy grab that the WWE's doing. I love it. Like, remind it's a, it's a good reminder. That it's not great, but it's a good reminder that yo, this is pro wrestling. This isn't fucking NBC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they could do so much with the Fiend. They really could, but they, I don't know. It's disappointing. So so many things there. The Fiend is the thing that's separating it from ESPN Sports Center. And it's still being pro wrestling. Like he's one of the instances. Like yo, this is still fucking pro wrestling. It's not going to end up on fucking ESPN. You know, I just, I, I, that's why I'm. And it's just so fucking crazy. The fireball bullshit. You know, her fucking straddling Randy. <laughs> well, well, like, well. It's, it, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's more, more of a, more of a fireball than AEW. So. <laughs> well, shit. yeah. That was. <laughs> Although, be careful. You can't. You can't say anything bad about AEW, or else they'll come after you. What are they gonna say to us? No, no, not we not AEW. AEW. I'm talking about AEW fans. Like, oh, you're not God. allowed to ever criticize the product. <laughs> That's not logical. 
or yeah. a rant. No, it's not. But you know, go go join that AEW group, and uh, you I'm can... I'm the one that added you, right? Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe. But you can see, you can see, you can see all the times that I ever say anything slightly, slightly contrary to to the narrative, and I get blowed up. It is awesome. I love it. Oh, today, you know, how I uh, chronicle my interactions in those stupid Back to the Future and Halloween groups all the time. Oh God, yeah. what what happened today? I just, I just had a moment, and I realized that you can never tell a joke in film ever again. If Chuck Berry learned his new sound from Marty, where did Marty learn how to play like Chuck Berry? Mm. I'm I'm sorry. Every day, I am smacked in the face with the reality that the average member of this Back to the Future group has never seen Back to the Future. I get the dumb... It's between that or the Rob Zombie Halloween people that blow my fucking mind. Like, How? How do people not understand or comprehend what they watch or get the joke? Like we, I think the Marvel universe has ruined filmmaking in a different way than Scorsese says, hear me out for a moment. I love those movies for the most part. Okay. But the way people report on them, everything is so literal. It's like everybody that is of a certain age is Drax the destroyer. If you, you can't get the joke. You can't understand the nuance. You can't get the subtlety. Everything is about the literal what is in front of you. And because so much of the audience is that dumb, a good joke like Chuck, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. Like no one's going to get that joke anymore. Even if you did something to modernize it, like people are so dumb. They're going to have to hear all of this shit and not be like, who's Marvin Barry? Who's he calling Chuck? Like, I'm just sad. I, I don't know why I brought this up, but man, fuck these people. You're, back to the future's too good for you. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. It is too good for them. I don't know. It's uh, there's the, 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 there's there's definitely a giant disconnect because yeah, some of the some of the things some of the pictures you've you've sent us. I'm just like, how do you not know what this is? Like, yeah, clearly the people who write those things have never watched that movie. Why they're part of that group is beyond me. It's just like, just fucking leave. Just just leave. Because one of their friends added them to it. Like, oh, let's add you to the group. And then they come in and they're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I like Michael J. Fox. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, how do you feel about this movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll shit on Rob Zombie all, all day, every day, the way Dion will shit on you know, Zack Snyder. It's fine. I fucking hate the guy. He's a talentless, talentless hack and his whore wife is, you know, the same way. Jesus. Okay, really feels, sir. Went straight for the throat there, did we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the closest thing to that shitty fucking beard he has, so. God, dude. Nick's uh, not that bad. Oh, I'm fighting words, son. <laughs> now, we do have a few more super chats, and then uh, let's see. So, after Rambo's last testicle, we have Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks, who says Jamaram and George Bush locked into Mortal Kombat. Fuck, man. <laughs> Jamaram. Jamaram. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Mortal Kombat! There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That I remembered that one. Uh, TLJ Screwjump says, instead of his heart, Rambo rips out his testicles. Oh, <laughs> I, could, I, I could see them fucking putting that in, into a Rambo movie if they weren't, you know, done making them. Why are people screaming outside my window? Don't we have enough because problems? Because it's California and there's weird shit that happens there all the time. Yeah, man. 
There haven't there hasn't been a helicopter today. That is a weird thing. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> that's why the people are screaming. Yeah. I, love, I love I love how that's the weird thing. There there are no police helicopters in the air. Something's fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's the benchmark for where we determine normality in our world. That's funny. That's funny. I mean, it's 2021. What do you expect? That's yeah, true. So uh, we need one more backer. Let's see if there's anything uh, see if it's updated. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Not yet. So what we'll do is uh, we're going to play Gloria until we get someone to <laughs> stop joking. Uh, oh we, get, we get a copyright strike in the process. So yeah. I think we're going to go. Uh, or Brandon would. The ghost of her would come after her hard. What would the ghost of Laura Brannigan do, Kendo? Uh, probably just sing Gloria. So maybe we should incur her wrath. I mean, it couldn't hurt. You... Okay, we'll, we'll try it. <laughs> I think she has our number. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Laura, hit us up. Oh, God. Oh. By the way, guys, there are two two more WrestleMania matches I missed. The New Day, Kofi and Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and Omos, the tag team champion. Motherfucker actually wrestle. Yeah. And then big motherfuckers Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Yeah, the the match that nobody fucking wants. The fucking match every every WrestleMania. I swear to God. Why is this a WrestleMania card? Uh, Because Jeff is WWE these days. It is. Yep. And that's why, uh, you know, the Pritchard show is in the toilet because I had to leave to go do that stuff. Well, thanks, Bruce. You went from one of the best podcasts I've ever heard to some of the dumbest shit ever. Come on, the fiend on fire. He looked like the thing from Ghost Rider when we were kids, that little purple slime monster. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of them chocolate titties. Dude, Bruce Pritchard is fun. I would love to have that motherfucker on a show. We'd have to be really fucked up on chocolate cake, but you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, Darth Tiki's the winner of the night. That's like a 1996 in your house card. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love it. Darth Tiki, uh, you win the award. Hey, did anyone say testicles forever earlier? Testicles forever? No, no one said testicles forever. Testicles forever. That's Jesse's contribution. Testicles forever. So, folks, I want tonight to be remembered as the night that the testicles took over. They came to town. They came, they saw, they testicled your ass. So, Dion, Nick, Kendo, is there anything you'd like to say? Uh, (laughs) Hellboy to the golden testicle. (laughs) Um, Buy Dogecoin and keep watching uh, Resident Alien. That's all I got. Yeah. Get your pets neutered. Yeah, and spayed. Guess right. <laughs> uh, we had another super chat from our friend Justin Proper who says, I felt like the youngest sane person on planet Earth since kindergarten. Sadly, nearly everyone in my generation is either, either stupid or silent. Uh, maybe the silent ones are the smart ones, Proper, and that's who you gotta you gotta reach out to. Uh, they clearly don't job, understand but... how testicles work. That's the problem. all right boys we got another one we're a whopping 33 dollars away yeah yeah and then the high council this wonderful big cover becomes a sticker for everybody on top of the free bonus stuff 
and then the stretch goals, all the fun stuff like the short film, the sequel with another Phantom Menace campaign, the High Council trading card, which is something else, and um, the audio drama, which will be produced by the cast of World Class Bullshitters, a.k.a. us. We're going to get an official announcer. It's going to have music. It's going to have sound effects. It's going to have excitement and drama. It's going to have Nick as well. So if you're uh, Nick- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. <clears throat> Dion, who do you want to play in it? Playing what now? In the radio drama Stealing Solo, who do you want to play? Oh, Yourself? shit. Ooh, I don't know, man. Either myself or the part of Kendo. That was a compelling character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Serious question. If there, if we're making a movie of Stealing Solo, who are we going to cast? Outside of ourselves, who are we going to cast to play ourselves? Ooh, oh, shit. shit. Um, give oh, me Michael man. J. White as me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh god, yes. He's always he's always in com- he's always coming in shirtless b- back from his kung fu practice. Exactly. God damn it. Kendo, I told you not to disturb my kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now Joseph Bianowich sent in one more super chat about testicles. Thank you, sir. This is the only show where it's cool to send in testicle super chat. <laughs> cool is debatable. Uh, killer testicles from outer space. Call me Miles Davis. Yeah, I will call you Miles Davis. Play me another one. Play me another one, fool. Now, Nick, is it just me or is the irony lost on the fact that the song Killer Clowns from Outer Space is performed by a band called the Dickies? So who's going to perform Killer Testicles from Outer Space? Clearly the Dickies. Yeah, clearly oh, the Dickies. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to personally thank superfan Adam Shawhan. He says, just backed you again, so now I'm a 10-time backer. You, sir, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Superfan Adam Shawhan, we couldn't have done so much without oh, you. Oh, shit, we're really fucking close now. Oh, my God, now we're super Holy close. Holy shit, dude, we're really fucking close. We're $3 away. Yeah, we're $3 away. There's just there's nothing that's $3. Holy shit. <laughs> Three whole dollars. Uh, I think you could... I think you could add on something. <laughs> Go back and add on <laughs> But uh, Superfan Adam Shawhan, I saw those photos of you, Lape, and uh, I think Seth and a couple of the other guys. And as soon as everything works back out, we will all be back together. So we should all, maybe not Roanoke, because I don't want Kendo or Nick to go missing. Actually, it's Dion that we have to worry about going missing, because we can lose you in New Orleans easily. In broad <laughs> I almost lost you <laughs> New York City. No, in New Orleans, we got white women. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They lied to us. Oh my we god. went in and looked. Oh my god, that we was that was. <laughs> we just got an That was the funniest thing that happened. I swear. Hey, across the line! Woohoo! Yeah, popping bottles. There we yeah, go. Damn, right. dude, it did cross the line. Like you know, really. Quite a fucking not bit, just not right. a little bit either. I know it blew past by $128. So, yeah, folks, dude. it's three weeks and two days in, and now the campaign is fully back. So, yep. uh, yes, Primer, we did it. 40k, boom. Now it's all about the bonuses and the fun content. So, folks, Jeff Lucas is coming back, and uh, the campaign's gonna be a lot more fun and interactive. 
Jesse and I have planned out a couple things. Oh, it's gonna be great. And now the fun begins. So. Are you really gonna end where you're with three dollars to go? Dude, we crossed the line. Oh, you did. Oh, I kissed fuck. you for it. Yeah, we, yeah, we crossed it. I missed this. Yeah, I'm it, sorry, it blew past by one hundred twenty-eight dollars. Oh, oh, fuck! Yeah, well, I'm see? behind. Jesus, fuck! Yay! Uh, I think the stuff's kicking. Yay! Something's <laughs> yeah. kicking him. Congrats, baby. Thank you. Oh Jamie, my Jamie. God, you're successful. You know, Jamie, the the green guys, internet in California is really slow. Shit. Dude, up the S. Franklin has joined us to celebrate, guys. <laughs> hey. Yay, up the S. Franklin. Uh, that made my night. He says, you're you're welcome for crossing the line. Well, thank you, up the S. Franklin. <laughs> as wins the race. <laughs> oh, DJ Ray, thank you very much. He says, I just pushed it over 40K, bought the black and white cover. Thank you very no. much, DJ Ray. <laughs> oh, you guys I love the black and white cover. Jesse and I actually had a discussion about the black and white cover at the grocery store today. <laughs> we did. So, folks, it's way more valuable than the black and white sniper cut. That's true. <laughs> it's worth something. So, folks, we are going to go uh, and celebrate. I'd like to thank each and every backer and each and every person who joined us tonight. Uh, these shows have been a bigger success each and every week. Uh, so I just want to, again, thank everybody. But more importantly, I want to thank you guys. Dion, Kendo, Nick, we did it again, boys. So, shit, man. <laughs> so, um, we are all caught up on the Super Chats. We have talked about testicles until cows came home and then some. So, folks, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool. Thank you for everything with the comic book. We will be back on Tuesday with more. But no matter what you do this weekend, no matter where you go, always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Slash balls. Yeah.